Blog Talk Radio. This is the DJ Mike Q production. internet 
on the phone at the same time, or you can just get on my computer um, and connect to the Wi-Fi on my computer and use the switchboard. Normally, I have two devices, one with a hotspot, but the main device, which is the government phone with the hotspot, is missing because kids want to touch stuff and lose it. So, how are y'all doing tonight? Hopefully, everyone is, you know, quarantining at the time. Um, I try my best to quarantine. I just had to go out and try to get some sleep for us before, you know, it gets too late. Um, but guess what? <laughs> the catfish place was closed. Um, so I'm on my way back. Like, just five minutes, y'all. But, um, yeah, apparently tonight we're going to go over things that's been happening around the world and everything during this quarantine situation, maybe some balls on things or topics that have came up on well, some of you guys' timeline, and I know today a lot of you guys probably see some beaming going on during the COVID-19 situation. So, we're going to talk about that too. Um, I doubt it if they want to come on because um, that's what they're being right now. That's what they're acting like. They don't want to come on. They don't want to talk about it. We're all the big bad wolves. We're all the bad guys here in ballroom because we want to do something a certain way that's been done for years and eons. When people come in and want to change the way things are done, they feel, you know, left out. I don't know what's going on. Or they feel belittled or feel like we're bullying. I don't know what's going on, but I tell you what, I don't got time for it. I really don't. So we're going to be going over that. We're going to also be going over, I don't know if some of you guys seen the Hezekiah Walker versus John T. Um Battle of the Catalog. Um, if you didn't, you did miss the treat. That's if you are into gospel music, because these days you start talking about gospel music, you start talking about anything dealing with church, and you get crucified, like, Lord. Can people be Buddhist, Christian, Pentecostal, uh, Catholic, Muslim without being crucified? Shoot, you say something about Christianity today, you get crucified, you know. People don't want you to do nothing Christian. I mean, shoot, I know it's some mistakes in the Bible, but I feel like gospel music, golly. But if you missed that, you did miss a treat if you are into some of the good choir music and stuff from the 90s and the early 2000s. It was a battle. It was a battle. Um, we also will be getting COVID updates from around the nation in different spots. Some people are opening up. Some people are opening up in phases. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'm, we're going to talk about the $2,000 for six months uh, package that they're proposing on Capitol Hill for the working men and women. Um which I'm not, I maybe I missed something. I, I mean, I've heard something about $2,000 a month, but I'm starting to see that supposedly that's what's supposed to be happening, but we'll find out about that. We're going to talk about that. I'm pretty sure one of the icons know what I'm talking about, but, you know, people scared that maybe 45 is trying to bribe the people to vote for him, you know, give people $2,000 a month for six months. Shoot, they're going to be wanting to be like, oh, that's my president now. I'm telling you right now, I ain't voting for you. I'm going to take my 2000 though. <laughs> Period. Just like I took that stimulus 
I'm almost home, y'all. I'm just right here down the street, riding down the street. What else we was going to talk about tonight? Um, shout out to everybody that, you know, is um, going through and um, our business owners. Shout out to all of our business owners. Um, if y'all see the post of people having businesses and maybe, you know, the little support thing, it doesn't hurt to send $2, maybe 5 If you got it, send it. If you got the stimulus and you didn't know you was getting the stimulus, just bless the stimulus, bless someone. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, I've done it to a couple of people and all this stuff, and like I told everyone, we all know who had businesses and stuff before all of this, so instead of focusing on the people that are scamming, go to the people that you know have a business, maybe doing hair, maybe doing um, fashion, maybe like doing clothes, you know, um, dang it, this just threw me off. I do not understand why people play their music so fucking loud in the neighborhood to it shakes, like really, like as if don't nobody live in the neighborhood. That is so fucking stupid to me and it fucking irks me. Let me see if I can get on the internet to bring the icons on. I just got pissed off. I hate it. That's one thing I have never liked. You're going to play your music so damn loud. Hold on. Let me get on here, y'all. I'm connecting. I don't... See, now my grandma is in the way. What? What? See, now my grandma is saying something. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Let me see if I can get y'all on here. See who's ready to come on. Where y'all at, Icons? Y'all got the people on the line waiting on y'all. I'm waiting on y'all. Come on. And I don't. I see y'all numbers, but y'all ain't pressed one. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is none other than the Icon Rodney Balmain. You hear that right there? It sound like, but that's 300,000, nigga. I'm triple OG in my hood. These hoes call me Big Daddy. Yo, bitch, call me Big Daddy. Tell that bitch I'm Big Daddy. When I hit the line, I don't get the little bit. Nigga, I go and get the Big Daddy. Pick a bitch up in the Big Daddy. Big face wallet, that's a Big Daddy. Catch a bitch calling me Big Daddy. When I pull up, I don't like Big Daddy. Nigga, I'm Big What's up, Rodney? Oh, maybe it's not Rodney. Oh, what did y'all say? Oh, Lord. <clears throat> you still well, can't get this right like, No, I got like five things going on right now. I got Pearly looking at me, asking me why am I not answering her. I got a bunch of Mexicans behind me blasting their fucking music like this is not a neighborhood. And it's really pissing me off right now. And I'm just like, uh, Grandma, I'm on the phone. Every Monday night, every single Monday night, people want to come bother me. But guess what? All week during quarantine, nobody says anything to me. The minute Monday night come on, it's always something. I never understood that. But ladies and gentlemen, the icon himself, Harold Balenciaga. She called me daddy. I don't even know her mama. She gonna do it for some Dolce, Gabbana, Louis, Gucci, Fendi, Prada. 
with no strings attached like Balenciaga. She called me daddy, I don't even know her mama. She gon' do it for some Dolce Gabbana. Louis, Gucci, Fendi, Prada, with no strings attached like Balenciaga. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What's going on? Uh, I think you already know. I was fine until I pulled up here. Hold on. Here goes Arnold. Jason made another one. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh? I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first nigga play, I'm a body in it. Uh, I just check my balance, I'll probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a nigga. No cap. You know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to your nigga. Bitch, get caught with your hoe. Hello, gentlemen. What's up? What's up? Just, just fine, just fine. Jay Rock, there's a bunch of Mexicans behind you. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what it is. Mexicans is Mexican. Oh. Yeah, I know what oh. y'all gonna, <laughs> gonna say that I shouldn't say that, but hey, that's what was behind us. That's who lives across the street. That's banging their music. Normally, it'll be the, back in the day. You know how you got the black folks come with their doggone trunk systems and stuff. Everything in your house rattling on the wall and stuff when they drive by. Now it's the mess. And coming with a Tejano music and that deep bass and the, hey. Yeah, that was them across the street. But I guess when you came outside and started waving down, um, he told them to turn it off. I'm like, they was banging the music and stuff and everything. It's like people live in the neighborhood. I don't understand. So, and it's nighttime. Like, why would you be banging your music that loud? Oh, now it's back on, so I don't know. Yep. I didn't listen to the show. Oh. Well, hold on. Here goes none other than, now this right here I know is the icon father himself, Mr. Rodney Balmain. You hear that right there? It sound like, but that's 300,000, isn't it? I'm triple OG in my hood. He's gonna call me Big Daddy. Yo, bitch, call me Big Daddy. Ah! Tell that bitch I'm Big Daddy. Ah! When I hit the light, I don't get the little bitch. Nigga, I'm gonna get the. Oh, I gotta, I gotta turn that off. Why was too loud for the neighbors? Now, because I'm in Pearly Town. Oh, okay. And so you can hear that music, so I turned it off because it was the bit, it was more than Big Daddy in that song. You ain't gonna get me slapped <laughs> upside the head. Hey, Miss Curly. She said, "Hey, Oh, I wonder how she feel about. I wonder how she feel about Suge and packing the mail. It's gone and nigga this and nigga that." <laughs> Right. She, she must have been outside for y'all. <laughs> she must have been outside for that. <laughs> okay, packing the mail is gone. She like how I smell it so long. No, I was no, I was out. I was outside. I wasn't in the house yet. Mm. I wasn't in the house yet when that one had came on. But then, like you know, once I'm, I don't know if it's weird and maybe y'all have experienced this before, but you ever go back to your parents' house or whatever? And you catch yourself, and you catch every little thing, and you be like, "Ooh, well, that's the way I am when yeah. I come in this house." So, 
when I'm outside, I'm not paying attention, but the minute mm-hmm. I walk in this door, I can hear every curse word. I can hear everything. It's crazy. That's why I haven't watched Little Fires everywhere. So, and plus I'm trying to find my iPhone, but I think my nephews have, um, you know, because I had that small government iPhone, left it on the bed, left, came back, and it was missing. And I really believe one of my nephews have dropped it somewhere, and that's why I can't do the um, – I had to wait all the way till I get home to really let y- bring y'all on because, you know, I still have Sprint. Maybe when they fully merge the T-Mobile, we'll be able to do two things at one time again like we used to do it back in the day. But as of right now, <laughs> if you're on the phone, you can't do your Internet or anything else. I think you can get text messages. That's it. But for um, all the Sprint users, it's now T-Mobile. I do not like that. They did not ask me for my permission. I have been with them since 2002. They could have at least gave me a phone call. They probably sent you in a letter. You probably didn't open it up because it wasn't a bill. You probably just saw <laughs> mail and threw it away like most people do. <laughs> but hold on. Y'all can go ahead and get things started. Let me see. I got because I gotta handle this phone call right quick. Okay. Well, we can't take any callers. <laughs> so how was y'all day? Yeah. As if I don't know. Right, right. It was pleasant. Spoke with a few friends and. Um, <laughs> All day long. That's an under. That's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was about it, you know what I'm saying? Um, I did, you know, uh, since we are, this is very much just a freelancing type of show. There have been any ball guys, so we're just discussing current events. We're discussing Bego. We're discussing Facebook. Um, we're discussing whatever's on your mind. Even if you want to just call in and ask the icon a question, um, we're here for you. Um, you know, we, we today we saw the um, attempting of the self-deeming. Uh, we also um, saw a plethora of $2 cash book, I said cash book, cash at request, uh, the epidemic. Um, <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, look, it's not a Right. <laughs> um, also, um, we got the the last dance recap with Arnold. Uh, well, all of us, because we all saw it. Um, and what else on your on your mind, gentlemen? Well, if you would allow me, um, Rodney, to start. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so, um, uh. As most of, I hope most of the ballroom knows that HLM, along with a lot of other um, agencies and groups across the ballroom, have um, started to do some relief um, work, um, uh, relief uh, resources for folks in the ballroom. And um, so just to let everybody know, HLM has received your applications um, for the uh, $50 stipe, for the $50 uh, uh, amount and we received it, it quite a bit. It's a little daunting. It's well over 500 uh, responses. 
So um, just going through those, making sure everything, we have all the information that we need to have through is a, is a, a little bit of a task. But we have them. We have started going through them. Um, they will. We will start to um, – uh, we've started reviewing them, and we will start hopefully this week to send out um, information to recipients. Uh, so we'll try to do as many folks as we can do within the parameters of the of the funds that we have. So we hope that it is a is a large amount of the people who um, have sent in uh, requests. So um, know that we do have we do have the information, we do have your requests, and we are working through them, and we're trying to get it processed just as soon as possible. So and uh, like I said, at least the first wave of folks um, should be happening this week. So. Um, just be on the lookout in your emails or whatever for some information from HLM. Okay, okay. Anything here? You say anything and just so folks know, um, I'm sorry, Harold. I'm, I'm sorry. It's right quick. I just thought about it. Right quick, as we know, a lot of folks in the ballroom are from the, uh, from the West Coast. Um, uh, I don't know if it has been discussed with the West, with a lot of folks, but uh, the West Coast, you have resources like Reach LA, who's doing a um, a um, resource uh, relief relief resource fund as well, um, and uh, that uh, you can um, apply for. Uh, Ballroom is getting first crack at that, so up into up into the first of May, and then it's out to the general public. So ballroom will get first crack. So if, you know, uh, folks on the West Coast, and it's basically for the West Coast guys. So sorry. Um, so if you're on the West Coast and you're in um, a ballroom house or affiliated with ballroom, please get in touch with your house parents or uh, with the West Coast Alliance, and they can give you information on that. As well as in the Gulf Coast area, um, uh, Abounding Prosperity is as well uh, doing a resource. Um, uh, a, a relief resource fund as well, and um, I think Abounding Prosperity is giving away $125 per um, the applicants will get $125. I don't know how many is going to be given out. I don't know how much they have to give out, but I know it's $125. Um, and there's a uh, it, they're, they're gearing their they're gearing theirs more towards the entertainment folks, folks uh, who've been in the entertainment industry, uh, you know, bartenders, DJs. Um, dancers, uh, you know, those, those folks, you know, if you've been in the entertainment industry and you're affected by the uh, uh, COVID-19, then um, that's a place for you to go apply for. Again, that's Abounding Prosperity um, in the Gulf Coast. You can probably go to their website and get information. And HLM, you can go on HLM's um, Facebook page or website as well and get that information as well. I think we have it on ours, and if we don't, we can get it for you. So those are just a few of the things that I know offhand that people who are who are also doing resources, uh, re- relief funds. So, yeah. Sorry, Harold, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was – oh, I'm fine. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'm just here. Didn't have anything. So while we're waiting on you, um, Jay would like to come back just in case you have any calls or anything. Y'all want to discuss the latest dance? You said the latest? The last dance. Oh. Um, 
Well, we can stay on this idea about, I mean, if you want to stay, if you want to go on, then we can maybe do last dance later since it's a sports-related situation. I don't know if they want to. But, you know, there were conversations about, you know, we were all talking talking today, and there's been conversations about this idea of people putting up um, uh, posts about, um, if, if you want to go into that, Rodney, about the $2 things and, yeah, and, and putting up posts like that. It kind of ties in with resource, people needing resources and stuff like that. So we, we, you know, we, I think we've all been having conversations today about folks who've been putting that up and putting it up. And, you know, a lot of people have had a lot of mixed feelings about folks putting up those um, $2 COVID-19 ads for people to cash up them $2. So I, I don't know if guys, if uh, you, you're out there and you want to talk about that, how you feel about it, please hit us up and uh, we, can, we can discuss it. Well, the reason I jumped around from those because J Rock is doing something and he can't answer the phones right now. So he that's can't answer the phone, right? So, yeah. Right. So it's something that we could discuss amongst ourselves that we don't need any callers for. Because um, definitely, though, well, we can still discuss this ourselves. We can give our opinion, our take on it, and then once um, the phone lines become available, um, people can call in. Um, so I'll start. Um, I I think. It was a great idea um, when I first saw it. Now, I thought it was a good idea. I didn't say great. I thought it was a good idea um, for those professional individuals that might have been limited on resources and stuff. Um, but I think after that first wave of professionals went, um, then the people with the side hustles and the side gigs and the weekend um, – jobs and different stuff like that came and kind of dampered the meaning of, meaning of the initial um, post. So um, that's when it went kind of sideways and then people, a lot of people started making posts about it saying, oh, the people are asking for free money and not doing anything. No services are doing anything to compensate for them receiving all this aid and different stuff like that. So I um, went kind of sideways uh, for a minute, um, but I did uh, ask some of the people that were a little stern with their messages to come on um, to speak their piece on it. And, um, you know, hopefully they'll get free and they'll call in tonight. If not, um, we'll continue to discuss it, um, you know. Um, Harold, what is your thoughts on that? Well, initially, um, um, my thoughts kind of were along the same line as yourself. Initially, I thought, hey, you know, this is nice, you know what I'm saying, you see somebody, you know, to be able to, you know, take maybe a few dollars and, you know, try to extend to someone um, that's, um, you know, maybe struggling a little bit because, you know, their money primarily is, uh, you know, basically stuff that they do for services that they can't do. So, like, um, but then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I actually found myself on a post um, kind of defending um, people. Um, but then, I, you know, um, a person said to me that very – well, you know, I, I don't have an issue. I had a conversation with somebody one on one who was saying that you know they didn't have an issue with people requesting, but they were starting to see like you know so many um, 
requests from people who they know didn't have a business and very, you know, were, you know, using this same request to kind of alter the pref, you know, alter, alter, you know, what the intent of the message was. So I, um, you know, I, I was on board at first and then, you know, I too started seeing, um, a bunch of messages from people who didn't necessarily have businesses or what they were classifying as businesses. You know what I'm saying? I, I had never really seen them doing, you know, work in that capacity. So um, I, too, became, you know, kind of frustrated. And I said, you know what, let me just um, ignore, you know, these messages and just kind of, just moved on, you know, but it does get frustrating because I think that people, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, people see, you know, people see people getting assistance and it's very, oh, yeah, well, well give it to me too. And it's like very, mm-hmm. I don't want to take. Well, you know, I, I, I do not think that there is an issue with with that. I, for, for me personally, I didn't really feel an issue. I think I think we in ballroom, I think our desire, or one of the desires that we hope that we all have, is to help folk and to and to be a, and to be community as it were. And I and I think in being community, um, uh, Harold had made a comment. We had talked about this uh, like a few days ago or, or the other day. And we talked about it the other day, and one of the things you said is that we often, when things happen, you know, when things happen, the first thing that we say is, oh, my God, why didn't they say something? Or they should have said something to us, or they should have told us they needed something, or they should have said they needed some help, and we could have given them some help. And I, I don't think we, we, we do that. So in this case, I think folks are, are saying, okay, I need some help. If it works within the parameters of you as a person, if, if it works for you to give, then that then you give. If not, then you move on to something else that works for you if you're able to. So I think that I don't see anything wrong with someone saying, hey, I need help, whether you feel it's legitimate or not. And and, 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 and so if, if it's not, if it is, you know, people have to wrestle with their own demons and their own uh, issues. So if it, if it's something that's not genuine and something's gonna be, they'll have to deal with that. That'll have to be on their conscience and their soul and their spirit, you know, as it were. But um, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I see I I looked on there and saw legitimate people who are having struggles because they do own own businesses of their own and they are struggling with that and 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 have lost jobs. So. To, for, for a few people to give them two dollars here and there, I don't think is a huge imposition for us to, for, for you know, for them to at least post it, whether you want to do it or not. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let me see. J. Rock, what's your take on that? Y'all got a, y'all don't have no college yet, but it's people on the line. They're definitely on the line. I can't do the, uh, I can't do the uh, audio live today, y'all. I got to find this other phone, but we're definitely on the line, so share it that we're here. Um, my take on it, I've been, I think I made two posts about it. I made a post just then, then I made a post today. Um, I'm with Arnold. 
and 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 with um Harold, I feel like this. We know who had businesses before. I said beginning of We know who had businesses before Corona, before COVID nineteen even happened. I'll give you a perfect example. We know that Jason has uh, his uh, makeup um, that he does and everything, and he gets his clients and everything. We know Raquel does makeup um, and have clients and everything and, be able, and, you know, have to travel from here to there, going to studios, going to stuff like that. We know Barbie Idol is a beautician and does wigs and has to do all this kind of stuff. So when these people that you know, that you know for a fact, have their businesses and everything, especially in ballroom or whatever, just either donate or send up a prayer or something. Let's not focus on the scammers or the throwing the people that are um, – let's not throw salt on it or nothing like that or focus on the people that we may think are a scammer. If you think they're a scammer, move on. But if you see someone that you know, there's plenty of examples out there that we can give you of people that uh, – was using their talents and their gifts to, um, you know, make money for themselves and everything. So if you know of those people, then you can just donate $2 or maybe $5 to them. So that's the way I feel about it. Good point. Anyone that's listening want to chime in on your take, just, you know, press one, join us. You don't have to say your name or anything like that. Just, you know, let us know your opinion on different things. We're here. No judgment. No judgment zone. I think we're here, John. We were having some conversation with some folks early today. I think we we get so um, caught up in the idea that, that – I, and I hate saying this that, that you know that you know sometimes we're in, in ballrooms there are folks who are just, are just you know intrinsically bad folks and they, and and you know then they're trying to get over and we we're trying to get over in ballroom and I don't think that that looking at things that way you know it, it just doesn't work for me it just it doesn't work you know I, I just think that if it just if it doesn't work for you you move on to something that does work for you if this doesn't if this is not something that appeals to you. Then you move on. We can't we can't be bogged down with thinking, oh, these people are always trying to get over. They're always trying to get over. You know, we be doing that all day. The people in the world try to get over all the time. So if we, if, you know, I think part if we can take, start to look at things more positively within our scene, you know, I think it can lift it up a lot more. All right. Not go, right. If you're not going to contribute, keep it moving. You don't have to say nothing, do nothing, or anything. You know, just keep it moving or give to those that you right. want and don't to those that you don't. Exactly. And look, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you want to touch on this or not. Um, dealing with finances and stuff like that, and I didn't hear um, either of you guys' response to that. If y'all want to touch on it a little bit about um, since the since the COVID has been there, everybody been you know um, laid off and different stuff like that. Um, have you tried to help yourself 
or compensate a little bit um, for your loss of income, um, i.e., um, taking you know some of the cable off or or doing other stuff like that. Did you guys? I didn't hear you guys discuss that or give your answers or response to those to that question. Um, you just said basically reducing, um, you know, uh, amending our budget more so to yeah, correctly. I don't. I mean, I haven't. I think they're very, you know, not to say very, you know. Um, I anticipate, you know, what I'm saying basically. I still, I'm still getting my full time pay. You know, what I'm saying I'm not working part time. So, you know, hopefully I'll be able to, you know, get income, you know what I'm saying, be able to apply for, you know, unemployment for that. Um, so for me, no, I haven't. I haven't adjusted anything yet. The only thing I really have changed is me not eating out as much. And, you know, what I'm saying that really has been um, because, you know, I'm home cooking and stuff like that. So I've moved away from eating out um, thus far. I haven't I think that another benefit to this has been us not on the go as much. So, you know, uh money that you would spend for, you know, for gas or whatever the case if you were going out of town by now, let's see, the last ball I went to was the Midwest Awards ball. By now I would have probably have been to two or three balls. So, you know, basically the money that I've lost, I've almost kind of gained back in a sense from not really, like, going out the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. money I would have spent traveling uh, or it's kind of all so really been offset the money that I've lost in income. So let me ask you a question real fast. So um, I know you cook, um, but as far as going out and stuff like that, have you – um, in the freezer, have you had all the steaks and the chicken and the pork chops and stuff already in the freezer, or do you have to go to the store to purchase those items as well? Well, okay, so you know stuff like that. Um, I have gone to the store and you know done some shopping, um, but typically I, I I shop anyway. So um, I mean, I probably have spent. I, I know I have spent more. Um, if, if I were to look at groceries, I'd probably spend more in groceries. But if I were to add together groceries and money at restaurants and stuff that I spent and compare that to what I spend now at groceries and restaurants, I think that, you know what I'm saying, I, I'm coming out on a, a better uh, spending less. Not you follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Arnold, you was going to chime in? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with Harold. I mean, you know, uh, um, in working with uh, William and the shoe company, it's, it's you, know, you know, not doing too much of too much now. So um, you you would have to, you know, maybe look at what you're doing spending wise. But um, in terms of that, Harold is absolutely correct. I'm saying the same thing. We probably would have gone to some balls. We probably would have had to travel. You probably bet you've been out doing things. There's been more shopping, <laughs> buying of you know clothes and shoes for this and that and whatever. So none of that has to be done. No going out. I'm certainly not 
eating out, anything. I don't eat takeout. I don't eat any fast food. I don't eat anything from anybody except what I cook. So, um, and if you know that I buy groceries anyway, so they're, they're you know, I put stuff in the freezer um, that that I have. So for the most part, you know, I'm a, it, as both of y'all know, I'm a grocery store person anyway. You know, I could probably go every day. Um, so, um, <laughs> and, uh, so, so, um, but, but yeah, it, it, it kind of works out a little bit, Rodney, because you're not spending stuff that you would normally spend, you know, that we would normally spend, you know, there's, there's no going out to movies, you know, there's no, you know, going like Harold said, driving many places, gas, no, you know, traveling, you know, it's just not the expenses that you would normally have in a given time. You don't have those expenses right now. So, you know, you may not have to, you know, for, I guess for people who have really lost livelihood and who, who've been, you know, furloughed or even laid off or whatever, it may be advantageous to maybe go from the, you know, premium package and cable down to the, down to the bare minimal or something like that. You know, it just, it just depends on on what your circumstances are and what you feel is best for you, but you know, being in a situation where you're you know having to be home and and entertaining yourself in some form or fashion, those things, those that cable or that internet is quite important now. Right. So, um, yeah, and I, I was saying to for, for my not for myself, but I was saying it's, it comes in instances where if the cable get ready to come out, not until the cable is is due, and you like, oh my God, I could save a little money. Is when you decide and when you realize like, well maybe I could take a couple of channels off, or maybe I can do this Netflix um, or um, whatever other stuff is, Hulu, Netflix. Um, maybe All take right. one of them, you know, get rid of one and stuff like that. But it's not until it's a necessity for you to realize, like, oh, okay, just let me um, check on this a little bit. Maybe I need to cut or the phone bill. I, I got everything and all this and all, you know, all internet access. Maybe I need to change my plan for a month or two, just so even though they're working with you, um, just so it won't be an issue when we go back to work and I don't have to pay all this extra, extra to get back on my foot, I'll just already have, you know, I have it where it needs to be and then, you know, that way. So that's how I was looking at it. Um, so, but, yeah, t- television uh, is pretty much an essential household uh, thing because you're supposed to stay safe and stay in the house. So television is one of those, you know, and cable, satellite, whatever they have is an essential, so that's probably the last thing that you were thinking about trying to get rid of or skimming down from. Yes, baby, can't. No internet. And see, and that's the crazy thing, you know, and I was talking, you know, I was talking to my sister, and uh, when Superstorm Sandy hit the New York, New Jersey area, my sister um, was without power for three weeks. She was without power for three weeks. Um, she was without cell service near her house for two weeks. Um, uh-huh. So, you know, so, 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 you know, yes, this is difficult sitting in, at home, but we're sitting at home with, you know, full internet access, the ability to call and video chat, this and that, whatever the case, um, 
you know, you know, we're able to stay warm, cool, whatever the case, have hot water, whatever the case. Imagine, you know, going through this pandemic and, you know, there was something that, that, that occurred that, you know, we didn't have, we were able to shelter in place, but we didn't have no, no, um, you know, no utilities. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, or no creature features at all would be right, right, right. Crazy. No way to communicate with people. Yeah. You know, no, no, yeah. you know, no utilities. You really couldn't cook more hot food and stuff like that. So you know what I'm saying. So, so, so that was a lot. So, so I think that sometimes you know, just kind of, um, you know, looking at things and you know, I know this is kind of like just kind of moving away from what we're talking about, but just I don't know. I just think that you know. In light of all of this, you know, we'll, we'll find our way through it. We always do. So, you know what I'm saying? Even if you, you know, you, you, you can't pay a bill right now, don't stress about it. You know, they hopefully, you know what I'm saying, it seems as if reading emails and stuff from utility companies, you know, people that haven't been able to pay, you know what I'm saying, there, there will be an option on the back end. You know, if you have the money to pay, pay now. You know what I'm saying? Pay, you know, pay, go ahead and pay, you know, but, yeah. Right. Say rock. Yes. I'm trying to see why you boy not coming on. The, I'm trying to see why the boy not coming on the radio show, but he's still got so much to say. And I'm trying to be really cordial with him, and I'm trying to be really so they won't say, "Oh, you you shouldn't talk like that. You're demeaning people. You're." But I'm really going to. He best be glad I'm in this house right now. Because I, I I would really light him up because I'm trying my best to do it the right way. But every time I say something, I'm being demeaning. But I just got told that um, somebody knew about ballroom long before I even started walking. And I'm looking like, oh, hmm. Like Stuart said, maybe I was in a coma all these years. You know what I'm saying? It's like how people can say that they've done stuff. You know what? What was the question? We'll get to that later. Who are you talking about? New legend? New legend, yeah, new COVID legend. <laughs> COVID, the COVID nineteen new legends. Is that is a cackle? Mm-hmm. That is a damn cackle. Um, no, we were just saying, what is your take on um, trying to um, change your budget, uh, whether it's phone bill, cable bill, um, all type of expenses, um, to adjust to the um, income. During this time, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. <clears throat> I've been at Pearly House. I don't pay no rent. I don't pay no cable. I don't pay no lights. I just get fish baskets and I'm good. As long as I make sure that I get her some good stuff before she come home, she ain't worried about nothing. Oh You know what I'm saying? You know. As long as I know, see, this is something that I'm so glad. Like, one thing I learned during this show, y'all, is, and coming by my grandmother is, back in the day, they really kept, they stocked up. Because I'm looking at my grandmother's, like, pantry. When I tell you this lady got canned goods for days, she got a refrigerator, freezer, and a deep freezer full of meat. She got all these kind of snacks and stuff like that and stuff and I used to always be like, golly, yeah. And what she told me the other day, she said, do you really think I'm going to eat all this? 
She said, all y'all keep coming over here, and y'all always walk away with something. She said, I've always kept a deep freezer because I have daughters. And if times get hard, they can always come over here and get, like, you know, a couple of pork chops and some um, chicken. I always keep rice. I always keep beans because back in the day, rice and beans used to stretch, and it made your meal a little heftier so it can stick to your body and be on your stomach. So she keeps, like, a lot of rice. She keeps beans. She keeps all that heavy stuff and all that stuff. So she got a lot of that stuff, and then she got, like, all the snacks and all the good stuff. So I'm sitting over here. I ain't going to lie. I'm really spoiled right now, and I ain't going to even lie about it. So, hey. God bless everybody else, but so God you, is definitely blessing me in this COVID-19 time. My stimulus came. I ain't touched it. If this man give us $2,000 a month, I ain't touching that either because uh, my granny got me. Right. You got to move anyway. Are they? Do they move you to your relocation spot, or you do it yourself? They, You have an option. They'll pay you for it, though, but I'm not doing it this year because uh, – my last grandmother that had passed away, I took some of her furniture and some of her, ooh, that that cherry oak, that real stuff. Uh-uh. I'm not lifting that. I almost broke my back trying to take that thing down the stairs uh, in that townhome. So they're gonna, I'm going to use the Navy this time. They're going to do what they call a PCS move. All you do is just go set it up, tell them how many rooms you got. They're going to go to the storage unit that I put all my stuff in the storage, and they're going to just they're gonna unpack everything I pack because they have to pack it themselves. Just in case something breaks, they can, I can't blame. Like, if I broke something, I can't blame it on them, but they're going to come unpack everything, repack it, pack all the headboards and the couches the correct way, all that stuff, the glass and all, and they're going to take it up there. And it's um, it'll be in storage. I have the option to keep it in storage 180 days. If I need more time than that, then I just have to ask for three extra months. But I'll probably find somewhere to stay within two months of being there. If not before, so. Okay. So let me ask. Yeah, cool, J. Rock. Let me let me mm-hmm. ask this. So, what do y'all think about this idea surrounding what's going on with 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 COVID with uh, COVID nineteen and the coronavirus and everything? It, it, uh, do you do you see like maybe a lull in people's awareness? You know, see their defenses maybe going down. Or they're not quite as vigilant in 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 the quarantining and the stay at home factor because we know a lot of of, of places are opening back up, i.e. city cities are opening back up, as it were, are opening back up uh, certain things. Because as I was looking at the news o- over the last few days and 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 last night, um, a couple of things hit out, you know. So it was like ninety some odd degrees um, this past weekend in in California. And in Southern California, especially, and so and and in Orange County, um, they they had the beaches open, and it was throngs of people uh, out on the beach. It was it was absolutely crazy. There was no way to social distance in that situation. <clears throat> and then to add insult to injury, there was a story of a, a party at someone's house in Chicago um, this past weekend, and and and. I mean, it was like maybe a townhouse. I'm just looking at the at the, the the place they had the party at. It's like a townhouse. This place was packed with folks. I mean, packed with folks. You know, probably the percentage of folks that had masks on was probably one percent of the people in there, and that's generous. And then some of them had the mask down by their by their chin and not even on. So so I'm I'm, I'm thinking that. People are being very, you know, are 
easing up or laxing up uh, on that. And and with that being said as well, you know, we can uh, uh, thank you, Rodney, and the House of Belmont for their PSA today that we all saw. I hope we all saw it. Um, it was a good, very good job you guys did on the PSA for uh, for people to stay at home and 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 do uh, their due diligence in, in in staying safe. So great job, for, number one, for that uh, for, for you, you and your you house. Um, well, but what, what do y'all think question. about that? Do you think? To answer your question, let me start, let me let me start off. Let me start off, Arnold. <clears throat> I'm realizing that, and I try my best, like, not to, but it really makes me upset that it's a lot of people, they don't take it serious. Like, here in Dallas, they had a birthday party. Okay. It was supposed, I'm thinking that it's supposed to be some kind of little private little birthday party. They said over, like, about 30 to 40 people was at the birthday party. Okay, that passed. Next thing you know, Friday. They're supposed to have this little private little birthday party. I mean, a private little get-together or kickback. They are having kickbacks out the yin-yang. And they are sending it into private inboxes, but then when they start advertising it online, they put the address on all social media on the flyers. So this little 10-person kickback at an Airbnb turned into 75 people in a, like, two- to three-bedroom house and it just was, like, crazy, and they're having fights and all this kind of stuff and everything. And I'm like, really? Like, is it that, is it that, like, you really, is it that serious that you have to risk y'all? What's really making me mad is some of these people, and it seems like, uh, I just don't even want to give all of my business out and stuff like that. Let's just say, some people that I, I tell, multiple people that I tell, I know they're going home. Like me, I am fearful. When I tell y'all I am scared to death to go to a kickback, a gathering, or anything, not because of me. When you know you're going home to your mother, to an infant, to your grandmother, to anything, you may not feel no symptoms or anything, and then they get sick. Like, I don't know how I can live with myself. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they don't care, and I keep stressing this. I'm like, you know you're going home to your mother. Your mother is this old and all this kind of stuff. You know you're going home to your grandmother or you live by, you know your sister have an infant and you live with your sister and stuff like this. And these they these young people don't care. They're having kids. And I can't really say young people because I've seen some old heads in there too, which is a shame. But they just in there just they every Friday, I'm talking about tonight, 420, they had a whole smoke out on 420. And like like uh, Harold said last week, y'all are literally rolling. You're licking this blunt. You're rolling it. Y'all are puffing and passing, and there is a respiratory virus going around the world, killing people dead. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to send y'all something in the inbox that, uh, that was up in New Orleans just for y'all to kiki at it of, of what was on their window when they told the people to be careful and they were like, New Orleans is so aggressive about social distancing. <laughs> and I said, this is what they, this is how every store needs to do. This is really what they need to say. Cause these people don't get it. I don't know. But I, I, and I'm starting to also see, it seems like people are, when stuff start, okay. Like when stuff start getting relaxed and we all know this, um, People start going out more. Like, I didn't start saying, like, I have to go every now and then to the office and stuff. I'm starting to see traffic again. 
Now they're talking about opening up the city. Like in Dallas, they're trying to open up the city in phases. Like this many people, I mean, uh, this uh, the restaurants and this uh, these businesses um, on this week, and then and then the next two weeks we're gonna start opening. And people are just, I don't know. I've seen a man barbecuing on the side of the road, like the barbecue trucks, which is fab, by the way, but not during Corona. I'm not physical getting no barbecue off the side of the doggone road during Corona, off your grill. No, I'm good, fam. I know it hit hard, but it ain't just hit me that hard. But, yeah, I don't know. That's just my take on it. I think everybody's starting to feel, like I said, people can get scared at first, and that's just natural. But when things start lasting a little longer, a little longer, a little longer, they start getting relaxed, and they're just like, I'm not going to get that. I'm social. I'm doing what I need to do. I got my mask. I got this boat. You're still going to gatherings and stuff. You're still doing everything that they're telling you not to do to catch it. So I don't know. They told me I'm just paranoid, I'm scared, and it's because of the government got me like that. And I said, oh, is that right? Cool. Harold, Rodney, do y'all see that in y'all areas? Is, is it like? Jerry, see if we have a caller. You say what? See if we have a caller. Um, if you have anything to say, you can press one. Press one, and I will see you. We have people on the press line, one, but no. press press one caller. Okay. Press one, you one. We have a caller on the line, 818-796. You're live on the air. What's um, going on? This is Cage. How you guys doing? Hey, Cage. What's going well, on? Hey, sir? ladies and gentlemen. Let let me say, so this uh, person that we have on the phone, he's uh, uh, and one of our uh, icons from the West Coast, and um, we found out recently that he has unfortunately or fortunately, whichever one you want from it, left his uh, previous house, uh, the house of Aphrodite that he was in, and um, has now um, started his own uh, house, his own entity, um, and it's the uh, brand new founder and I'm assuming overall father and founding father of the new house of Hervé Leger. We have Cage, the icon Cage, Hervé Leger. Welcome to the show, well, sir. Uh, hey, thank you guys so much, man. It's an honor to be here, bro. I just want to say uh, to everybody out there that's fighting that, you know, fighting the COVID-19 and uh, exactly, you know, what you guys have been talking about, you know, just staying, staying safe and not doing, you know, uh, the things that we desire to do. Uh, and so uh, in regards to that, uh I've uh, ventured into my life and asked myself, how do I want my legacy in ballroom to be remembered? And so many times I've uh, been with so many other great organizations and watched how they move and, and things that they've done. And that was a hunger that always kept me in ballroom. And one morning I woke up and I said, you know, I've continued to do this for so many other organizations. Why don't I just do this, you know, for myself and be able to bring in other leaders and founders? And, and secondly, I would like to thank uh, – the founders uh, uh, of, the, uh, of this particular new organization, uh, Kyle, who's in New York City, uh, Raymond, who's in uh, OKI, Tori, who's in OKI, Daryl, who's in D.C., and Zaza, who's in Ohio. Uh, so these are some of the founding members who, are, who have helped me establish this great foundation, and we're just really excited to be able to do things our way 
Uh, and so it's just, uh, it's, 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 it's really different when you begin to look at, you know, I look at houses like the house of Balenciaga. I look at the house of house of St. Laurent. I look at, of these great houses and, uh, who have been there for so long. And I always ask myself the question, everybody can't do that. And the opportunity to try to do that is always for me a hunger. And so we thought that we wanted to do something different. And so it wasn't about, uh, leaving Aphrodite on a, on a bad term. It was, it was about us deciding to do something that we wanted to do on our own. Cool, okay. cool, cool, cool. Understandable, understandable. I mean, and and, and that that's just with it. I mean, yeah. I mean, when we talk about, I mean, for me, when we talk about ballroom and leadership, and to me, we have so many organizations, you know, who concentrate on making mothers and fathers across the country. And sometimes that becomes draining. And then you look at boutique houses and how those particular houses moved. I know back in the days, the way the House of Allure would kind of move and you would see not a whole bunch of mothers and fathers, or even back in the days where Mugler was really small. Now you have houses who have created so many different positions. People get caught up on the authoritarian piece, opposing to hitting the floor. And we need to get back to that. And that's what I want to get back to. Okay, okay. You know, so, I mean, we will be debuting uh, as soon as this ballroom thing goes up and it's over and we will be debuting. I'm not sure where that will be, but I just want to thank, again, uh, the founding uh, fathers of the organizations and mothers uh, for this particular organiza- uh, uh, organization, and I thank you guys for uh, having me on here. And when it comes to the House of Aphrodite, and I just want to say this, I have a lot of love and respect for them and what Ira did with that particular organization. Uh, and I think that they will continue to do great work. Uh, I've just decided to do, uh, to, to live my legacy out. And, and when I look at the legacies that I'm speaking with on this phone, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's beyond iconic. That's culture, you know, and to be able to change a culture in ballroom is, is, it's a lot of times people don't think like that. And I'm thinking in a different space, in a different box, you know, and I'm going to utilize the things that I've learned from, from even uh, you guys on the phone and say, okay, how can I make this the best version of ourselves here at our particular organization at the House of, of Leger? How can we make this particular the best versions of ourselves? And, and how can we all do this together without there being a significant uh, I am uh, the, the mother or father of this. And, and a lot of organizations just get caught up in that process of putting out all these positions. So I don't know what you guys take is on it. I've uh, seen the work that many of your organizations have done and best believe that we will, uh, we will be there when it's time to be there. And I thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. For sure. Thank you for calling right quick, Cage. Um, right, right quick. Um, How did you come up with the name? Wow. I'll be very candid with you on that. Uh, my son, Kyle, uh, after some time that I had left the organization, I was like, you know what? Uh, I felt really bad about leaving some of my kids behind, especially my face kid. I, I felt really bad, and I thought about that. And my son, Kyle, called me, who walks Facebook performance. He was like, you know what? You know, and we were thinking, we were like, why don't we just do our own thing? And I said, you know what? Uh, we came up with a couple names, and then we began to dig really deep because we wanted to have some enriched history and integrity of what the, how the name would, would brand the house. And so we wanted something new, but yet something that, that still had some, uh, I, I think, has some uh, character to it. And when we began to look over uh, designers, it was one particular de- designer, and uh, that particular designer stood out uh, to us because actually 
her name was actually, uh, she lost the rights to her name. And so when we begin to look over that rich history, uh, that house was founded, that particular fashion house was founded in 1985, uh, the, the designer, and uh, she did a lot of work with Carl Lagerfeld. And uh, her, 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 her name her name is Hervé Laroc. So she lost her name, Hervé Leger, uh, to a, a fashion or to a fashion company. So what we needed, what we wanted to do, that's how we came up with the name. So we, we did the history. My son researched it. I said, that's going to be it. And we ran with it. That was it. Hello? Okay, cool. Yeah. I gotcha. So it, 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 was, it was, well, it was more so like we wanted to know, like, our integrity, what do we want to do? Did we want to do fashion? That, you know, this, this particular house, I'm, you know, I love my favorite category in ballroom is always going to be faith, regardless. I love that category I always have. Uh, so we particularly wanted to build a house based off of the principles of faith, fashion, and runway. And so we really kind of digged into something no one else had or even thought about using. So that's really where it came from, and it it, 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 it sounds great, you know. And so this house, will, believe it or not, will be very boutique. I mean very boutique. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So you say you had left the um, the faith kids and Aphrodite once you left there, but once you came up with your name, did the face kids decide to come? Are they still Aphrodite's, or how did that work? Well, my well, my face kids left as soon as I left. Um, you know, I, I can say, you know, just it, it takes a it takes a lot of time to develop a certain kid. You know, and I'm very loyal to my face kids or all kids in general. That that fact, but as to when I left, my face kids left. My face kids left immediately, and then there was what we always call Wave One where there are people who decide to say, hey, this is what they want to do. And so we were very uh, careful about how we moved about that. And when we decided to make our move, we made our move, and we were very respectful about leaving the organization before we left. And um, we, we, the writing is on the wall. You know that uh, I always believe if you're not happy somewhere else, there's always another door that can be opened. And if you can't open a door, create your own. And so that's what it was for us. Okay. Definitely good luck to you guys. We look forward to seeing your debut at once the um, the nation opens back up. Right. And everybody what, feels what, what outside opens back up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, right. I hope we see Arnold back. Arnold, you back here in California? No, I'm still on the East Coast, still in North Carolina. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm sure we get you back out here pretty soon. You know, when it, it, the, the weather's going to change and the kids going to be out there. For sure. And so we look, for look sure. forward to seeing you. Uh, and I just want to say I appreciate all you guys uh, and throughout my barbering career with something at some point in time that I've learned from you all. You know what I'm saying? So I take all those things and understanding that this is something that I, I, I take wholeheartedly. This is my legacy right here now. And I, I think I, I'm ready to let the world see through my eyes and vision and visions of those other founders. So uh, thank you again for the platform. Uh, and I look forward to seeing all you gentlemen sooner than later. Thank you. Um, and, Thanks, and one, Cage. Um, when, you, um, when you guys make your debut, make sure you come back on and, you know, give praises and props to the kids. When you lose a draw, just come on and, you know, let the world know that, you know, 
you guys stepped out on faith and you know you did you did what you did. Definitely. Yeah. Well thank you so much. I appreciate you. No For problem. Sure. You have a good night. Take it easy, okay. All right, take care. Love you guys. Bye. All right. All right. All right. Avila Avila say it on Okay. We have a, a brand new house in the ballroom scene, guys, everyone. Yeah. I, I meant to ask Cage, are they basically primarily out of the West Coast? Are they all did he say that? Were they all over or um the founders are Okay, so the, the founders are from the West Coast. Um, well, I guess they're founding members, founded founders. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 Good job. What is y'all want to talk about? Well, J-Rock, you there? You there? Yep, I'm still right here. Um, so, um, so, yes, guys, so there, there's this um, documentary, I think it's a eight, eight, Part series, eight parts, Rodney. I think it's eight parts. I think it's eight parts, guys. It's called the Last Dance. It's oh, um, ten. It's a kind of kind ten. of ten parts. Okay, kind of a sports documentary. It's about Michael Jordan and the Bulls, um, and and the Bulls, especially <clears throat> surrounding their final um, when they won their sixth. Um, uh, NBA championship, they, they, they the second repeat, and they won the sixth uh, title, and it's kind of focusing on that, and then it kind of weaves back in and out of of different people, going back to Michael's early days, going back to Scottie Pippen's early days, going back to Phil Jackson, going back to Dennis Rodman, and so forth and so on. It's kind of weaving back and bringing it up uh, up to that time, that period, and a lot of uh, interviews from, from people that are still here, of course, with us right now, interviewing about what happened. And it's just, um, and, and I don't know, if, you know, you know, we have always been this, this thing, I think, since, you know, some years now, for some years now, as to, as to who's the GOAT of, of, of basketball, who's the, who's, the, who's the greatest of all time. And, you know, there's, there's, this, there's this, of course, it's always been this thing of Michael Jordan being that. And then it was a little bit of of Kobe came, may he rest in peace, and Kobe came to kind of take up Mike's slack. And then, of course, LeBron came, and it was LeBron. And then, and then it became the conversation between Michael Jordan and LeBron James and who is the best, who is the greatest of all time and stuff like this. So, And, and it, is, it is a documentary about Michael Jordan and about his time with the, with the Chicago Bulls and about the Chicago Bulls. So 
it is, of course, skewed toward the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan because it is his thing. But it's really telling if you look at this documentary, if anybody likes sports or just likes documentaries to look at, and you look at this, this documentary of Michael Jordan, it is without a doubt that you see what this the, the genius, the pure genius of this guy, of, of Michael Jordan, and what and 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 the and the just the artistry of how he played the game of basketball, and 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 you know and 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 and, and not whether whether you feel LeBron James is the greatest of all times or not or not is what is what you feel anyway. But I, it, it, without a doubt, this guy is just at the top of the hill in 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 basketball in in professional sports. Period. You know, he it, it, just his tenacity, his Will to win, his will for t- uh, sportsmanship, and 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 the team effort that that he wanted from everything was just amazing. It's, it's an amazing thing to see. And if you like basketball, if you like sports, you'll certainly like this documentary. And they've had the first four episodes, first four, yeah, the first four episodes already. Yeah. So you can kind of go back and get them uh, if you want. Um, yeah, like I told, I had called Arnold last night when it went off. Um, it was kind of irritating. It's a good. It's still good. Still good. But it's irritating how they go from to nineteen ninety eight. I mean nineteen eighty eight, and then jump back to nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy nine. I think it's kind of genius, though, the way they do it. I mean, the way they – I think it's really well done, the way they will move you in. And you're, you're, in, you're in 98 when they're, in, you know, going for, their, going for this sixth championship. You're in that. And all of a sudden they're talking about but, Dennis Robin and they go back to, to 1980-something. Yeah, it, they, they did this sixth championship where they start talk about, oh, this will be his last year. Michael said he's not going to play for another coach. And then it went back. To the first championship against the Pistons. I was like, wait a damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm this yeah. because I know sports, but for somebody who don't, and they'll yeah. be really, really, really confused. You know, and it was it's good to I see that you. footage, too. It's really good to see that footage. The plane, on the plane, um, them just being naturally themselves, gambling, having a good time, yeah. dancing, crying, um, you know, fussing at each other, just real, like a real documentary with no holds barred. Right, right. And Michael in that glass that keeps filling up and getting low, filling up, getting low. That's because they switch back to the end, to the front, to the end, to the front. That burning that glass. It is having it's doing shows. The never-ending glass, huh? The never-ending glass. Have you you noticed that? Did you notice it? Yeah, I noticed it. Yeah. 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 Did he drink it all? Did it fill back up? Or did he drink half and it went down and came right back up? I was like, okay. But, yeah, it's definitely good for those who haven't seen this on demand. And then the episodes before that come on. Um, before the show, before the news, the news uh, episodes come on. So 
good. Also, um, if you need a good laugh, um, but it's still sports related, you can check out Shack Life. Yeah, Shack Life um, is, is cool. Yeah, Shack Life is cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, definitely got some things on. Yeah. Um, There's yeah. also a, a, a documentary that's out, um, Rodney. There's also a documentary out um, about the Atlanta child murders that happened. Oh. Um, it's actually on HBO. Um, oh. If, for, for folks that have HBO. It's actually on HBO. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's the only place it's on. I'm trying to think of any other place that it's at, but I think it's certainly on HBO, and it's, it's quite, quite interesting if you, and if you are from that area, or if you lived during that time period, or if you remember that, or uh, anything about that that time period in Atlanta. Uh, it was really, really, a, it's a riveting piece, actually, and. Um, whether you believe that Wayne Williams killed those folks, or those kids, or not, um, it's quite interesting um, to watch. Yeah, I know. Um, what else we talked about? Um, the draft. The draft, yes. So the NFL draft was this past week, and um, uh, am I right? They have six rounds, six rounds. Uh, they have six rounds, which took uh, uh, two days, or however long, two or three days to do these six three rounds. But, uh, yeah, but um, – it was quite interesting. They did it, of course, virtually. And, um, you know, you got to see a lot of things. It was crazy. You got to see a lot of things in folks' homes and how they were acting. There was a lot of uh, – there was there was mothers pulling daughters off the laps of sons. I mean, pulling girlfriends off the laps of sons. It was, it was quite a bit of a lot of things happening in these homes when these boys got drafted. Um, but uh, it, it was a great way. It was kind of a great way. You got to see them up in their home environment, how their families, it, uh, you know, looked, how their families reacted, how they reacted. Um, then, then, you know, half of them being in a in a in a uh, a stadium and getting getting drafted. So it was it was quite interesting to see the draft. But there yeah. was a. I don't know who it was, but I know she pulled that girl out of her son's lap. It was hysterical. Okay, she was like, "This his moment. We know you waiting on the waiting on the coins, but move, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> My house comes first. <laughs> okay, My house comes first. So. Uh, did the Giants make out okay or halfway decent, Rodney? Did y'all pull anything that y'all wanted? Did y'all get what y'all needed? Or uh, just a bunch um, draft like y'all have had uh, since? Um, ex- we definitely did some uh, protection for our offensive weapons. Um, our first draft pick. Well, you have one offensive um, weapon. So what do you mean your offensive weapons? You have one offensive have, weapon. The, the, the quarterback is always a weapon. 
We're not, we're not quite sure about Danny. We're not quite sure about Danny Dimes yet. So and and um, speaking of not sure, um, I don't think Mrs. Miss Thing is 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 quite sure about Dak either because she ain't giving no coin. Well, she's she's quite sure about her. They franchise tagged her, so she's 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 she's, she's, she's got her she's got hers. She was franchise tagged, um, and on top of that. He he will he will be getting his um his his contract. Don't you worry your pretty little head about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, worry about my but, quarterback. Worry about you. He wanna, I just worry about your quarterback. I mean, you said there was you needed protection for your offensive weapons, and I said well, you have one offensive weapon. You know. Um, the quarterback with protection is the weapon, which he will definitely. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, we're not quite sure about Danny Dimes. We'll see what happens <laughs> with that. But uh, yes, yeah. you do have you need do need somebody to protect Saquon for sh- for sure. That's the one thing you do have the bright spot. That's the bright spot. Yeah. So um, I'm okay. I'm okay. You okay with that? Okay. Yeah, we got um offensive linemen and defensive backs. So okay. well, it's it's kind of what we we needed we needed a wide receiver. We got CD um uh, from Oklahoma, so we we needed that, which was great. We got that in the first round. Um, uh, so that was that was beautiful. We got cornerback, we got a defensive tackle, we got a, a line, we got a few linemen. We I, I think we did real well in the draft. So uh, I think I think we'll 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 be just fine. Mm-hmm. Even, even a, lot of, a lot of adjustments with the rosters and stuff and. Um, different people are adjusting to their roles, and so, so it might be, you know, it might be a, 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 a like exciting season like this. It was like unexpected. Who beats who? Who is who's done what? And then once it settled in, the norm set back in. But at first, at the beginning of the season, it was kind of like, okay, anybody could do any, you know, everybody can. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was short lived. Right. 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 Okay, so they got a lot of things happening even right now. Like like uh, Jameis Winston is possible. He's close to signing a um, uh, he's close to signing like at least a one year deal with the Saints. So mm-hmm. that's uh, everybody was thinking of where he was going to land, and he's close to to going there. But I mean, right. Drew Drew Brees is going to play. He, I mean, I don't I don't know how that works out and why a one year deal. Drew Brees is got Drew Brees is going to play one year. So, what does that do for Jameis? You know, it gives him a contract, but one year, why? Mm, it might be that um, Drew Brees retiring type situation where they have somebody and he, in place and still there. another deal Could be. if he doesn't retire after this yeah. year. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. see what the Saints are doing with that. Yeah, that's where they're at. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, all the Ball brothers, all the Ball brothers, uh, Lamelo, uh, uh, Lonzo, and uh, the other one, 
all the laws. Uh, they all signed with Rock Nation. Oh, okay. They all, they all signed with Jay Z for them to uh, to I guess brand them out. So I guess they'll they'll be all over everything, all over everywhere. But they they did they signed with Rock Nation. So. So they, cool. I wonder if he put in the contract. Their father has no interaction or no involvement with that their what they're doing. No involvement. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll have nothing to do with that. Yeah. Right. That's what's best. Anyway, once he left L.A., his play got a little better. Yeah, he plays quite well in uh, New Orleans. So he plays well with with um, with Zion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they probably gonna be much better this year as well as, but you know what I mean. Because um, they recognize that he had he got to play this season period. I mean like for the whole season. Yeah. But well, they're talking about opening back up some of the practice facilities. In the in the NBA like this week, um, so I don't know who all what all places are going to be opened back up, but some of the practice facilities are going to be open back up, so they're going to be able to go in and practice. So don't know how they're going to you know rethink this season if at all. Because you know of course right. right now we'd be in the in the playoffs at this particular point. So right, and um, I wonder how the WNBA is going to. What are they going to do Start. since they just had a draft? Yeah, since they just mm-hmm. had a draft. So, how are they going to? The next gonna... season almost starts Memorial Day weekend, so. Yeah. I guess well, they, 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 they certainly haven't been able to practice at all. Right. Exactly. They probably don't work out in their own homes, but that's about it. Yeah. Oh, this is so draining. Hmm. Say it again. I said these people are so draining. I I I just can't deal with. I'm dealing with people that I'm dealing with COVID nineteen rebellion and COVID nineteen <laughs> legends at the same time. <laughs> Wow. Like, I'm like, well, you just come on the show and just, you know, let, he was like, I'm not coming on the show. I have made international attention. Uh, uh, and I'm like, what? You see how I did that? I got y'all, uh, I got y'all, what was it? I got y'all attention and everything. I, my work here is done. I'm going to eat my golden chicken and have a nice day. I was like, okay, all right. I really believe that this dude is high. Who is this? Who are we talking about? This dude named Andre. He was Andre Tsunami, X ex, Tsunami ex X-Ray. Um, he started off walking balls here in 2009, not 2008. He keeps telling me about – he keeps telling me what he's done, and I'm like, you cannot tell me what you've done in the Gulf Coast. Like, it's crazy to me how people, like, literally argue with me about what they did down here, and I'm like, I wrote the categories. 95% of the Gulf Coast categories were written by me. No matter who ball it was, 
the categories were written by me. I sat down with Shamar and wrote categories. I wrote all the pops categories for all the 24 carats. I've written, like, categories with um, um, Tony Mugler. I've written all of my categories. I'm the one that writes the categories. When somebody wants some categories written, they say, this is my vision, this is what I want. J-Rock, what do you think? I wrote all the splash balls that, well, I wrote four splash balls. So I'm just like, I've always written the categories and stuff like that. So, and that's why every time I used to get mad when people used to come down here for the Gulf Coast, and they used to be like, who, like, I'm going to never forget Jack said, who is J-Rock and why do y'all give him so much power to say what he want to say and do it? Because I wrote this. You're not going to tell me something is a chop when I know the promoter's vision and I wrote the category. I'm not walking this ball for a reason because I wrote the category. Or I probably sponsored, also, I wrote it and I sponsored the category. A lot of categories down here. Not most of them, but a lot of them. Some of those $1,000 categories that came out of my pocket. Not no stunt, no nothing like that. $500 categories, my pocket. No stunt, no nothing. So I pay attention to every single person, whether you're in state or out of state, that come down here, I pay attention to everybody that's on the panel, whether you are in state or out of state. And so he's made up this false argument of what he's done and the balls that he's won and all this kind of stuff. And he decides to post this in almost all the ballroom groups and all this kind of stuff. And now the Gulf Coast kids are very upset. Because it makes it's embarrassing to them when you know what everyone's gonna say in ballroom. Who is that? You see what I'm saying? They're gonna be like, Who is he? And so now that everybody is asking who he is, oh snap, here goes the phones are ringing. Hold on. Let me make sure I see who this is. I'm sorry, y'all. I had a 214 444. You're live on the air. What's that? It's the baddest bitch. Uh, How is everybody's quarantine life going? Oh. Hey. Do you want to to be a a COVID-19 legend, too? She already about to check up that. She's going going to go downtown to the 33rd floor of the W Hotel to make sure she has her status. So that's what he said. (laughs) I took all of them off. Yeah, that's what he said. He said he took ballroom away from mainstream into uh, – how many of y'all have vogued on the 33rd floor at the Western Hotel for people? And I'm like, what? What is what going is on? But I don't know. Hold on. 305 Hello. Yes, 305-879. Hi. How are you? How are you? Hi. This drags United on the show. Drags United. Let's throw. <laughs> That's two separate things. But I mean, no, hold you can't the Paris. I'm trying to get him on this drag. line because uh, he don't want to get on this line. Now I'm just like, you know what? At this point, because now can he's you, going back you, and forth. Can you can you tell me what? What's the situation? I mean, why why are we talking about them? What, what's the situation? Okay, here goes the situation. Here goes the situation, Arnold. He made a post in all the ballroom groups of this long, thorough post. If if I didn't know him, I'll say, why are they playing with him, right? I'd be like, why would they not? That's legendary, right there. 
But by me knowing, <laughs> I'm like, why would he make this false narrative like this and everything and put it in all these groups? This is somebody that never says anything to anybody. This is somebody that's always been nice, somebody that's never had no kind of trouble, no beef, no nothing. So I'm shocked at all of this that he is writing right. Then he said, I learned how to, I give you me, Andy, and he tagged me, Andy, uh, uh, mm. Christina, blah, 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 blah. So now, Send me one of her everybody is, hold up, everybody is paying this the way they have paid him. See, now I'm not even in a nice <laughs> mode no more. You want to be shaded with me, I can be shaded with you. Everybody paid his post the same way they've been paying him because they don't see it and they don't see him or anything that he does, all right. Andy comes up under the post and says that she supported. And when she said that she supported, that's when it went left because it's an icon sentence. Andy said, I, the icon, the Andy prodigy approved this. Wait, what? So then they started getting excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm dragging yeah. right now. Look, look, I'm gagging right now. Oh, my God, the God is evil. You are, I'm humbled, truly humbled. Yeah, I know what it's like to be the underdog and to put your everything into something for over a decade and then not be recognized due to the girlfriend element. People always say when it's your time, it's your time. For some, for some due to shade, it may never come. If it were up to some of them as a – if it was up to some of them. As an icon of the scene and master of a performance, I approve this. That's when it went left, because how are any of these Vogue kids going to tell this dude that what he's saying is not approved when Neambi is telling him that I've been watching you for a while? Where, Neambi? Where have you been watching him for a while? I love Neambi down. I love her with all my heart. We are cool, everything. Every time I see her, whatever. Did she say that in the – Yes. She wrote that. You just read something from Neambi, right? You just read something from her, right? Did she say uh-huh. that in there that she had been watching him? Yes. And then that's when everybody oh. from the Gulf Coast was like, did she have like a magical chair at the balls or something? Because we, <laughs> me, Andy has, she's never been to the Gulf Coast. If she has, it must have before I was born. And she that means that she people. wasn't out. Like, it, it, it's weird. So by her saying that, that, that made him feel so validated. So he went on this long mm-hmm. rant. On a live, I think the live had to be about three hours because I know I logged up. The live was longer than this show. He went on the live and he started going <laughs> off on everybody because everybody is everybody is really in there. Let me tell you what's really making me kind of upset right now. Everybody was trying to calm him. It's trying to like just break things down to him. Nobody was trying to be mean. Nobody was trying to be combative. Nobody, everybody really was like, maybe he just don't get it because he really don't come to balls that much. And one thing that I cannot stand mm. is when people, when people start calling you out for stuff or people start asking you things and then you start getting combative and you say stuff, you know, you say stuff like, oh, it's just a girlfriend said and the only reason that y'all are picking people is a girlfriend said, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like... Well, if it's a girlfriend said, why do you keep coming back? I don't even do this. I just do this for fun. I'm not into it like that. But well, why do you want to be legendary? If you're not then into none of it this like should that, matter why? to you. Right. None of this should matter to you. Why is this why, why is this so important to you if you're not worried about it? That's why I told him I said you might want to call in and defend yourself because I don't want nobody to make it seem like that I'm um 
Hold up. Let me see something right quick because I'm supposed to really I, – because I, I can get it popping. COVID-19 status. Yeah. Because now I'm over. Statuses. Let him, him, him call in, honey. Call in. Call in. But like I said, it's just weird to me when people do that. But we were trying to – I was trying to help him out. I was trying to help him out. I was trying to help him out. I sent Nate Ambie an inbox. See, now I'm just going to put it all out there because I really don't care – I sent the Amber inbox. I sent the Amber. He ain't want no balls. And she said, mm. you know what, see, that's why I'm glad that I got stuff in my inbox because I don't like to just say stuff that was not said or I'll say something that was said. I said, um, but when y'all heard Tree, y'all going to really laugh because that was funny to me. I'm like, Tree, how you create a Kiki house and he's the Texas father of your Kiki house? Okay, why you looking at that? What's the person's name on Facebook? Um, his name is Andre Thomas or something like that. The, the Andre. person has clips, right? They have, they have clips, right? Yep. Yes. How long of uh, how long of the show is we gonna be talking about this now? No, no why? Just because that's like, you just started talking about it. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. I said Andre has never won. I said Andre has never won a ball ever. She says, so all those paragraphs and clips are based on walking for the last 12 years? I said, those clips are practice and minis and kiki balls and the last two years. He's upset. He has upset the entire reason because it looks late. I said, he's been around since 2008 but never really won. He barely walked and he barely processed. Then I said, but let me think about it. Yes, he did win. He won the first 007 ball in 2009 and he won one mini kiki this uh this year, but nothing else. And then she put, oh wow. And then I said the kids are smoking delusion. So then after I put the kids are smoking delusion, she said this is your region. I thought it was kind of odd. I didn't really see you on the post. I said exactly. I'm letting the kids get him together on his page because they feel insulted. And she said, oh wow. So that's what I'm like. That's when I put up the post this that's why I put up the post this morning to all the icons. At least get in touch with people from, which I already know that's what they're gonna do, but maybe they're not. At least get in touch with Larry, Tony. You don't even have to even touch you don't even have to get in touch with J Rock. Get in touch with people that y'all know that travel state to state from them. At least ask them who this person is before y'all just give this person this type of power. Like he told some of the icons and legends I don't have to explain myself to nobody because a master performance see it for me. And I'm like, but she's never seen you. How can she see it for you if she's never seen you in reality? He said he helped make a legend. He helped make Lego. I said, Lego's not a legend, baby. How, can How did he help make Lego? Baby, he, I asked Lego. Lego said that they used to chat and he taught him and he was showing him, introduced him to voguing and that's how he knows him. So I said, well, you never said, I'd never seen him a day in my life and I was a part of making him a legend. Wait. I don't understand. I don't oh, understand. Oh, is this for Andre the Side Chaser? That's who you talking about? And, and then he keeps posting this video of him at a ball called the uh, Grand Hustle Ball which I wrote the category, again, he posts his angle. He posts his angle of his 10. Once he approaches the panel, 
the clips cut out, and he started making arguments, and he's showing these clips to everybody. And I said, wait. See, that's how much you don't pay attention to ballroom. You do know the man standing behind the uh, the panel was uh, Caesar, right, from Ballroom Throwback. So then I pulled the clip from Ballroom Throwback, and I said, if you're going to play a clip, play the whole clip, one chop, chop. Why are y'all chopping him? It's a chop. It's a chop. If you don't fucking see it, you don't see it, chop. Then they'd be like, one chop. So that's why I was like, how? why would you show a chop 10 to validate your status? But he's going on and on and on. And I'm like, but the only shocker to me is, like, really, though, y'all, is if y'all ever met Andre, I would have never – I. I just would have never thought that Andre would even do that. Like, I, I just never thought that, you know what I'm saying? I thought he was just, like, one of the people that loved to come out and, like, carry and stuff like that and, uh, you know, do his little performance. If he get through, he get through. If not, he ain't worried about it and stuff like that because he barely comes out. But, baby, let him tell it. He is legendary. He's taking his status. He don't have to wait on nobody. To, to to be legendary, he's gonna take it, and he's gonna deem his sister too. And his sister said, "I have nothing to do with that. I just want to." <laughs> well, you know, there are people that take the slightest of things and very run with it. I was having a conversation with someone who walks Thug Realness today, and they were asking me about someone else, and they were like. You know, like, what's the shade? How come this person hasn't been deemed? And, you know, um, you know, just be, and, and the first thing that people go to is, oh, because he's not nobody's girlfriend, this and that, whatever, nobody's deemed him, this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of listening, and, you know, I was like, okay. I said, so here's what we'll do. I said, so, so you feel like this person should be deemed, right? And he was like, yeah, most definitely. I said, okay, this is what we do. You go find me three balls. Because this is your category Find me three balls that you um, Can show me That this person has won And I'll make sure when ballroom comes back That they're deemed So they got quiet I was like well I mean You're you're pushing for this man You don't know three balls I said okay better yet I'll make this easier for you Show me three balls where the person Has set at least three people At each ball And then I might even consider I might even consider from there. And I said that Nothing. because I knew this person wasn't gonna be able to find um this person to, okay. There are people that participate in the scene and very you know, they come out and very, you know, you know after a while eventually, you know, if you're around long enough people are gonna know you. That does not mean that you're on the pathway to being a legend. This whole thing about being around a bunch of time, if you have not won, there, there's no reason to even think about being a legend. And, 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 and people have to stop that. And, and as leaders in the scene, and hopefully this new generation, you know what I'm saying, people say that being a legend has lost its luster. It hasn't. You know what I'm saying? But you, we, have to, we, we have to make sure that very these people that are getting these awards deserve them. So, or these acknowledgements, and you know, it's it's it's, it's crazy. Um, no, no. So yeah, so really when they started asking, this when they start asking that, like my thing is, you can't. Back, this is what be tipping me out how people backtrack on their statements, though. When he got at, he's the one that said all of his wins. 
But when they started asking about all of his wins, when they started asking about all of his wins, he started saying that doesn't that doesn't mean anything about wins and stuff. I'm talking about my contributions, and I'm like, well, what did you contribute? Um, <laughs> Nothing. That's all I said. I don't get it. And now he's showing Mahari the same video. Why don't you just come on the line? She ain't showing me. She ain't showing me nothing. I just was being shady on her her comment. Mm-hmm. Speaking of winning, um, Jay, right? You know, I still didn't get my of the year trophy. Oh, well, it's sitting right here. It's sitting right here on my nightstand. Uh huh. As many as many times as you see me. Oh well. But if if I can just have a moment of you guys' time. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I want to really know what what fucking sucks about all this bullshit that's going on is that people are not, you know, utilizing their time efficiently. I feel like in this moment of crisis in America, we should all be self-evaluating ourselves and not in a delusional manner. You know what I mean? Like, I really do truly believe deep down in my heart, the one thing that the new generation does and has dropped the ball on is the true essence of ballroom. Now, when I speak of the true essence Mm -hmm. of ballroom, what happened to the greediness? You know, the reeds. The shade. You know, the type of shit that made a bitch actually go home, cry, and think about some shit and come back a new bitch. You know, that's what is creating all this delusion that is going on right now. It's what's creating these self-proclaimed quarantine legends like Andre. You know, because we live in a society that now everybody wants to be nice. No one wants to be real. Everybody wants to be fake. What? You know, you want to be also gentle with your delivery, but ballroom was never built on that. You know, you got icons because guess what? Ballroom tore them down to build them back up. But in this time, we really don't do that anymore. We want to, you know, give them a little pat on the back, tell them it's okay. But in reality, you're creating monsters. You are, yeah, it was a fucking fool. Because now we're sitting here and we're having a whole debate about someone who I'm really concerned about mentally because I don't really understand where all of this came from. And I really, 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 really am more concerned on the delusional part of this state. The fact that he has actually created this facade, which is easily believable because none of y'all even know him. You know, the probably the only person that's probably close enough to know him would probably Rodney because Rodney goes everywhere. No shade. Icon travels everywhere. So you know, the fact that when you go to new regions, especially regions like where we're from, you know, where Barroom is still trying to thrive and you have those people who are holding the weights like Cassio, the legendary, you know, West. You have legendary Prada West. You have up-and-coming legendary J-Rock Ebony. You have the icon Larry Ebony. You have the icon Tony. And, you know, it just isn't it just isn't at that point to where you can walk into D.C. and, bitch, if you don't know Harold, then you just is not a part of ballroom. If you go to the West Coast and you don't know who the fuck Arnold is, you know, you look you looked at a certain type of way because that's the culture. 
But see, we're trying to build that culture here. Yeah. And like I said, I really do truly believe we dropped the ball by being so nice. Because these kids down here, they take nice and they run. They win one measly ball and, bitch, they ready to be deemed legendary. I'm just so baffled by it because here I am, so humble, you know, having to go through the threshold, having to be read, having to be ridiculed, still being read, still being ridiculed, and I'm a fucking statement who has appeared on HBO Max, and here is this self-proclaimed, quarantined, COVID-19 legend telling me that, bitch, what you just did on HBO ain't shit compared to Vogan on the 33rd floor. So I asked you, my generation, get your shit together. Well, I say this. I don't think that I don't think that you have to be mean and shady, but I think that very, you know, when there are situations, you know, what I'm saying we have to, you know, do whatever. I mean, I love Niambi, but and and I wish she could come on the air. I wish we would have her on here, but you can't do that. You can't be you can't be co-signing something you don't. You don't see, you don't know, you know. That's not whatever the case. That's not that's not right. And then and, and that sets off a whole bunch of stuff. You know, not just with people in the scene that have like you know kind of witnessed what's going on here, but other, there are a lot of other people just sitting back watching. And there he is. You you can't be doing that. Hold on, y'all got to call him. Two zero two seven nine. Hello, Marcus. Yes, I'm calling to ask a question. Um, I'm, I'm not familiar with this young man. However, um, <laughs> could he possibly think maybe he's a Kiki legend? No, he actually he double. He was a double deem legend on both sides, both of them. He said both. Yeah. He said in both, both teams sides. alike. Um, but for the record, the only tsunami I knew was the child that commentated, the big child. That's not her, is it? No. No. She real oh, skinny. What's Stanley? Who's Father Tsunami down there? That's Stanley, the DJ. That's the big child. You're talking about her. That's the big child. That's hype man. That's hype man tsunami, okay. but he's not a tsunami no more. He's in LaBeja. Oh, okay. That's the only Let me tell you something. I know <laughs> when I tell you I know every single thing that goes on in the Gulf Coast, whether I want to or not. That's why I don't you like for people to try to challenge me about me and about where I am. Now when I leave if something happens, I can say, Well, I wasn't there. But I have been here and and I have lived in every single city. That's the gag. I'm like, and even if I didn't I live in the I city, the, pa- the parish can tell you, the parish can vouch me on this song when I tell you, I can drive somewhere seven hours and we'll be back home the next day. So we've been everywhere in this region. <laughs> you do travel, J-Rod, okay. And like I told them, the, the big thing with me was, and I always tell people it's it's partly my fault too because what I was doing was I was going through a time in ballroom, that, and that's why I told them that I did not want to be a leader, I did not want to be a godfather, I didn't want to be no father, nothing like that. So I get all my stuff and make my name and all this kind of stuff for one reason, one reason only. I started raising them 
because I was getting all the hardcore stuff thrown at me. Like, I was getting all the shade, all the wreaths. I was getting all that, and I was saying to myself, I'm not going to do that to them, right? But I should have been telling them, one chop, hi, y'all, bye. Because when Free got down here and said, bye, girl, they was like, they was like why character. is he doing that? They was like, why is he doing that? Why he keep saying, bye, girl? I'm not walking anymore. They chopped me. What? Well, I felt like we had a conversation that, a few years. Yeah, I think we did, Marcus. I was just going to say that um, mm-hmm. when I had brought I, up the um, thing about Yummy trying to open up her own scene in Orlando or something like that, and we were talking about that. Well, you remember years ago, Maharia, when I told you there was levels to this shit and you, you felt offended? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, not you didn't That's take it wild. personally, but remember, like, I, you know, we were talking about it. And it was like, well, you know, and now that you've actually gotten out there and you play in the big, you know, the big arena and you be battling the girls, don't you feel some type of way when you see a girl who only stays in Florida who feel like she's the Dendata? Mm, like, girl, yeah. Marcus, wait a minute. <laughs> How does Marcus be so hip on the lingo? Girls, that is a whole. <laughs> oh my God. Girl, I am impressed, Marcus. You are really like oh my. my God. I want them to deem you legendary at this point. I'm good, love. I can't. I can't. You deserve it, Marcus. He's going to say he's good, love, for the rest of his life. Now that's, see, that's the people that I'd be like, see, this dude is a COVID legend, and then you got Marcus like, I'm good, love. And I'm like, okay, come on. I really don't know him though. Rodney, would I recognize him? Do I need to go look at him? No. Who you talking about? Andre? No. I've been a detective for a long time. Yeah, Marcus. But guess what? You would not have noticed him out of the pack. Let me tell you why. And this is the—he is so unnoticed to everybody that walks his category. Is saying, "When did you walk against us?" And I have to tell him, "Yeah, yeah, he did walk against y'all." They'd be like, "Well, I don't remember seeing him." I was like. He was there. I never once said he was not there. Like even Tree. Tree said, who is he? And Tree looking at the dude and looking at the video, he's like, who is that? I said, Tree, that's the, uh, you remember when y'all had walked the ball last year and the guy, he said, I, he said, I swear for God, I don't remember him. I said, Tree, he's your, uh, remember you opened up the house of Giuseppe? He was like, yeah. I said, that's the Texas father, Giuseppe. He was like, <laughs> how you don't even know I was like, how you don't even know? He was like, is this the person that Tito was telling me about? I was like, I guess so. He was like, I'm out of here. He was like, I'm ahead. No, he said, I'm ahead. Is that house house mainstream or is that Kiki? That's the Kiki. No, that's the Kiki house. His mainstream, his last mainstream house was for Ray. His last mainstream house was for Ray. But then, you know, I think they left for Ray and all this kind of stuff. Whatever they broke up or whatever. His first, his uh, other house was for Ray. Yeah. Were those 12 years of voguing in those clips? Were those 12 years of voguing? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Who asked that question? The clips, <laughs> Rodney. Rodney did. The clips you sent, those was, those, that was the person, right? It was two people, right? Yeah. 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 And the other person, if they ever walked a ball in their life down here, I wouldn't have known. They never walked. They did. I've never Who is that? Who's the second person? 
the one that was in the video with him. That's the second one they got. He deemed deemed her. He deemed her. And then she was like. Wait, wait. (laughs) He he deemed himself. Hold on. Hold on a second. Let me get this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I was off the phone for a minute. Okay. <laughs> this child deemed himself legend and then turned around and deemed somebody and else deemed, on the same day. His girlfriend legend. Hold on. Hold on. And we had and, and they got three icons, uh, up and coming legend, two up and coming legends. <laughs> uh, oh wait. Uh, okay, no. Well, Some statements on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this, what? He can't even get it out. Right. Why are we Hold even on, these outfits? I feel nah, nah, Harold. I feel like I'm in trouble. Nah, Harold. Hold on one second. Javaris, are you a statement? No, I am an up-and-coming legend. The fuck? If bitches is deemed next up and their girlfriend's legend, at least I can take my up-and-coming, my up-and-coming status. So, I deserve that. So, Harold, so Harold the parents huh? are saying... He's upsetting me and my homegirl. And my homegirl, because if I can't be up and coming legendary, what can I be? Okay. <laughs> that, child, that child is nobody's legend of her, so you can say a strong statement. Please, I went, can we put the thing in? Can you, can you show the clip? Can you show people the clip? I mean, they showed They showed they, oh, they put it out to everybody. Listen, let me let me let me make y'all laugh. Let me make y'all laugh. Right, let me make y'all laugh a little bit harder. So the the post, my my mind you see, this is when you know that something just it was some loose screws somewhere. So when we ask him for clips and stuff like that, mind you, he has posted a cell phone clip of this grand hustle ball in which, in fact, Caesar. From Ballroom Tomax was present, so you could have actually <laughs> really turned it and posted a YouTube clip. You know what I mean? <laughs> Instead, you posted a phone clip. Like y'all remember this ball? I remember because I won my category that night. <laughs> like what? And and it was funny because he was like, "Do you remember this?" And the parents like, he was like, "Wasn't you there?" She was like, "Yeah, I won." <laughs> then he asked little Mike. He was like. What about you? He was like, I won the category. Then I said, you was chopped. Like, Why would you what? post a video? If you're going to validate your legendary status, you don't <sighs> post a video where you got a fierce chop. And when I say the chop was fierce, the chop was fierce. Because even Pierre went and got the microphone and said, Why y'all taking so long? Either you see it or you don't see it. Why y'all sitting up here like y'all Damn, don't see it? And right, matter he fact, did. I, Remember, he did all that, and then once he got the microphone back, he gave the microphone back to me, and, and pressure was like that. I said, so what he's saying is, if it's a chop, it's an effing chop. And then, uh, and then they said, so what is it? And then pressure said, one chop. All right, 10, 9, 8. <laughs> Why would you show the clip of you getting your 10s, but you're not showing the whole clip? If I'm going to validate myself for legendary, I'm not going to show you a chop. Well, how about y'all just let the be, boy be legendary and just don't let him super legendary? No, that's not going to happen down here, baby. Simple. That's definitely not happening down here, baby. See, like, some people will say, so he had to do your legal song. Had to cut off and screw it. That's just his right. Let me tell y'all his something. Right he's not going to walk no more. He already said that he's going to take his legendary status and. And he said he's leaving with it because he's not walking anymore in Dallas or anything like that or anything. So somebody, better like, arrest her. somebody better arrest her in the parking lot. Oh, my God. Mm. And mind you, it's, it is really upsetting <laughs> me and my homegirls 
because we actually travel and we got bitches that we love that well, come down on. here to you see keep, us. You know what you I mean? We got like that. Arnold. We got Arnold coming down here. We got Harold coming down him, him and his goons. You know, Rodney pop up. You know, always getting the whole city of Dallas cocktail. Then we all pull up at Babylon. Download. I'll be seeing them at the back and shit. I ain't got time for bitches like that to be rep- messing up my reputation. What the fuck? No, he is not fucking legendary. Nothing here. Well, Wait, rewind. Rodney, you been to the back? Mm-hmm. No, don't don't answer that. Don't answer that. I forgot we in we in different situations now. Cause I don't want you to ask me that either. In your previous life, have you ever been to the back? Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yes, sir. An <laughs> honest icon. See, that's respect. Mm. Wait a minute. Harold's been to Babylon. Besides you. Harold, besides wait, wait, you, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Harold, you ever been to the back? No, I'm lying less. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. I said, the parents besides you, who else want to be lacking? I feel like you're trying to be missing. I don't know the angle that you're going. I would be all for it if I knew that angle. Besides yourself. Besides no, Marcus, yourself, and maybe Jayra. No, no, oh, Marcus, I'm gonna tell, like tell, tell you like this, Marcus. There's a couple of people down here in the Gulf Coast. We're on this, on the road to legendary tour. You know what I'm saying? But COVID-19 messed it up. We, I mean, like we literally well, plan well, where we're gonna so go. Is this like we're a five-year go. stadium tour, or is this like? No, a, it's people that y'all already know. Oh.
three. Oh, that's long. I ain't playing that long. <laughs> <laughs> what what it is? What it is is the parents. Y'all, y'all don't you. stop Marcus right now. The parents and J. Rock wow. don't stop her. <laughs> the parents, I, I, I think, but that's um, the truth. First off, no, I think Marcus is no, not the parents. But I'll after May, there from, but after which, after May, which is, wait, I want to hear from Marcus first. Wait before anybody say I want to hear what Marcus got to say. <laughs> what? What you got to say? Be Marcus, honest. Like, you just told a man to be honest, and the man gave you honest what he felt. Was honest. Oh my God! And now you say, oh, wow! Wow! Harold! Wow! Slow down! Oh, yes, sir. Olivia Pope. It's two to three. It'd be like it would be like it would be like fed time. I would need you to do at least eighty percent of that. But, okay, so Marcus, I got a question. I got a question. So what if I had pulled? What if I pulled a Laomi and did like a massive tour and I like but you're not a whole year like just? I, ooh, wow. <laughs> Okay. It would take Leon okay. Leon. Yeah. Don't be Naomi. Be as a parent. Be as a parent. So oh my parent, God. I, I would be willing if you if you were to pull a because I'm not gonna say a Leomi. I'm gonna say if you were to pull a who's somebody that travels state to state. Um, they gotta be ooh. winning too. Remember that. And what category performing? Okay, if you were like a a, like a baby hurricane who just was going places, mm. and if she didn't mm-hmm. win, she at least made it to the last battle or something. I would maybe say a year and a half to two at the, the least. Right. All right, period. Because I think I they're going to give you, I mean, the real tea is there are a lot of drag performances that probably are in a backlog where they just haven't deemed yet, and they probably have a body of work or they body of work, you know, supersedes what some of the legendary drag girls have already done. So, I mean, I think they would have to clear that up first. Just being fair. I have a question to the icons, though. I have a question to the icons, though. Uh, Go ahead. Do y'all feel feel that, you know, them all them being on this HBO Max and legendary and stuff like that, that should go under their resume, right? I mean, I feel it should. Should it go under their resume? No, I know it's done, uh, but I'm talking about. I'm talking about when it comes down to that's like. I'm sorry, that's taking yes. our fake Hollywood and turning it real. I think why wouldn't be it? Like a major. Why, why wouldn't I, it go on their resume? Of course it would. But our Hollywood is not fake. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Thank you, Harold. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm not. J-Rock, listen, let me say this, okay, let, let, let me just say this, okay, and I say this in the, the most respectful way, and, and and I don't want you to think that I'm saying, if what we were doing, okay, if, if you don't believe in what we're doing, as a person of your stature, then how how, how, does, how do other people take what we're doing and, 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 and believe in it? If what we were doing was faith, why would why would HBO even take these people and bring them? Okay, right. we've just not been on a mm-hmm. on on the highest level of the entertainment platform, but now you know ballroom is starting to emerge there because you know you see Pose, you see um, you know Legendary, you, you, you um, um, what was the other show uh, in the house? Was it? My house, my house, my right. house, yeah. So 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 so. So, so, so now, um, 
you know, the read was the read was five, ten years ago when the girls would sit up in these groups online. The read read was y'all girls are not no, no y'all girls are not um, entertainers. Y'all y- 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 y'all are not stars. You know, nobody's inviting y'all to the Grammys. Now we see shows based off ballroom being invited to the Grammys, and I mean, and until. And, and, and the Emmys, the award shows, and stuff like that. So you know, so 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 yes, we, we have to stop saying you know stuff like ballroom is fictitious. It's real. Well, we know it's real, but I'm of course, and this is no reason for anybody on the phone. Somebody in the car. I didn't mean I wasn't I wasn't saying like fake like that. I'm saying like. We are not really in Hollywood when we're in Charlotte, North Carolina, on a floor. We're not really in Hollywood when we're on a, on this a is our culture, but it was like a <laughs> this is what this is our Hollywood, okay, I, but it's I, not really I, Hollywood. I get, I, can I okay, say this though to you? We're not. But 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 when we're doing these things, aren't people aren't people trying to seek out and see what's being What's happening while we're in Charlotte? You know, when someone is showcasing what's going on in Charlotte and then they stop broadcasting live, the people are upset. In the same way, if somebody was watching a concert or something on TV and it, it stopped broadcasting, that, you know what I'm saying, they would be upset. You know, they would be upset about that. So. Well, you know what? Now that everything is going live and all this kind of stuff, I can see, I can see your point because when a live shut off, Oh my God! I will throw the phone. I'm ready to fight and everything. If the if the live go off and I'm watching it and it get good, and then people want to shut it off on the good stuff so they don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Rob, I might can like we clear, Can we clear something well, up though? Because you said on a floor well, in Charlotte, and you haven't been on a floor in Charlotte in a long time. You've been on a stage. No shade, Marcus. No shade, Marcus. Marcus. Uh uh-uh, uh, hold on, Dad. Hold on. Let me take this one real quick because I got a bone to pick with Marcus, anyways. The fuck. First of all, before you come trying to talk about, we we know the fuck your balls be on fucking stages and shit. But guess what? Your last year ball it flopped. You know what? And guess what? The reason why it flopped is oh because God. you motherfucking move. For my motherfucking grand prize venue. You want to know why the motherfucking Chi-Chi can sit there and say she finally said me because I was voguing in a motherfucking Ooh. studio with 800 motherfuckers Ooh. on a sweaty-ass floor. How is that fair? <laughs> Tell me that, Marcus. Ooh. You got me motherfucking messing up my three in a row, right? If you don't motherfucking take that back to that venue, Marcus, Ooh. I swear well, to God, was, I'm that not. Venue was go- that, that venue is Ooh. gone. It's closed down. It is oh, gone. Fuck. What? It's going to be an apartment. It's, it's a wrap. Two chops. Oh, damn. That was the never that again. was the spot. That was well, the spot. Again. You should have you should have came out in two thousand and nine when the when they had the first ball there. Damn. Well, Lord. So J Rob. So what well, happened? J Rob. What happened to the? Huh? Give us, give us. You say y'all had a a Gulf Coast Road to Legendary tour. Give us the rest of the other few names that you have. So Marcus will give you his opinion. <laughs> I'm I'm making the team right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just rather not. Okay, Mark. Well, can you, you take them to us? J Rock. No. Next up, Marcus Yala. J Rock. Look, 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 Marcus. J Rock, go ahead and text it to us. We won't tell nobody that you were the one that sent it to us. <laughs> 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 we know, we know, we know so you gonna let Marcus. So you so you'll let 
you let Marcus do your child then. You let Marcus do your child then, but you 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 uh, protect everybody our, else. Huh? That's not doing our child then. I mean, no shame if the parents is two to three years away from being legendary. Then that just tells you everybody else is for the most part. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Marcus. Marcus, what about J. Rock? No, yeah. J. Rock would be first. That's what I was and, saying. Because and I can, I can, and I can go with the, I can go with Jasmine. I could get if she do a, a nice little tour from, you mm-hmm. know, I can, I could go with that. And then so what's the parents, but what's J. Rock one or two years or what? For which category? <laughs> well, which one would let's make it simple for you, Marcus? Which category would you deem him for first? Oof. Honestly, so, I feel like the city of already the city of Dallas was the city. Listen, the city of Dallas is um, opening up in phases now. You know, they're going to open up restaurants first. And, uh, <laughs> okay, so, J-Rock, this is what I, this is I, how see, I would do. Uh, I see somebody saying that somebody could just be being legendary. Right, I can go with that. I can see J-Rock being legendary for his contributions like right now. And then maybe in another two to three for, for realness with a twist. Two to three? Some of these can't go another two or three years. She said two to three years for J Rock to be a legend for a for the twist. I said them knees are not gonna go another two or three years. That grandma shake break it down. You said them knees got six more months. Hell, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, how about y'all just go ahead and deem her uh, a legend for runners with a twist, and then we'll just defer. We'll, we'll defer the commentating part. <laughs> okay, very bad. Listen, while y'all playing, I, I, while y'all playing, I had said. This is my last year. I'm supposed to go so hard in realness with a twist, and I'm not doing this no more because I be breathing so hard and my chest be hurting after the ball. I be like, I don't think I'm supposed to be doing this right now. But, well, J-Rock, why don't you like, just start over and start walking hand performance? <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> Marcus, you really? <laughs> Marcus. Oh, you tried it. <laughs> wow, Marcus. <laughs> Wow. Marcus, Marcus. that's kind of wow. So, J-Rod, so far, Marcus, so far on the list, we have the Paris, J-Rod, Jasmine, um, let's see, uh, Prodigy. Is that on your list, J-Rod? No, Prodigy would not be on the list. What? Prodigy, Prodigy, and if Prodigy get out there and start going state to state, he can be on the road. Like, when we say on the road to legendary, we're not saying that they're going to be legend in one year, two years, three years. We're saying that they're going to be doing things that add to their resume to become a legend basically, versus just sitting. Basically what Andre did, to be honest. Which Andre we're talking about? COVID nineteen legend or Andre the icon? You're not talking about COVID, Andre. You're talking about Andre. Damn, bitch. No, Andre. How the fuck did you get the name COVID legend? 
Andre Ebony basically got legendary status from going hard for like two and a half years and just going oh, yeah. region state Great. to state. Hello. Yeah. Good morning. Hold on. Hold on, J Rock, how many more names is on your list? You don't have to give them to me. I'm just no. how many more names. Uh, Wait, I'm about no, to right Chipmunk, is, but right Chipmunk, when he get on his road. But hold on, when um, hold on, let me uh go put this light up in the scene. Yeah, I like it. Don't be but it's definitely a five bitch, to seven. You damn <laughs> um, Marcus. It, it's five to seven. All right, kids. Look, five to seven, are you listening to the child or telling him what he's going to become a legend? Right. Five to seven. You're what a bitch, You're what a bitch. That's five years minimum. Make a name. Five to seven, it's like he just starting out. Exactly. You're what a bitch, Harold. You ain't got to do what the hell you girl. Five to seven. Well, well. Marcus there must be some type of shade involved here. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Scotta hair on. Oh. Okay. All right, he was in the Scotta. Oh, oh, you see okay. it now? Oh. Okay. Oh. Four to you six. You got it. You got it. Four to six. <laughs> 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 Marcus, he did credit. He did Don't credit be like that, Marcus. Mm. No, I'm just. I got, yes. a, I got a better question, Marcus. If he was still in the scatter, then what? Deem him, baby. Seven. Deem him. Five, five, five to seven. Deem <laughs> him, dude. Deem him today. Uh-huh. See, all y'all callers, I don't want y'all to think I'm being being shady. I'm helping y'all avoid getting red because they are going to read mm-hmm. when they when you mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Paris. Who else is in the um? In the passenger van that you got. Damn. Um, <laughs> uh, you know who take that ride with you? Who else, girl? Ah, uh, the the ride is really full of newbies now. That's why I gotta get the fuck ASAP oh, okay. after this shit. So the so the road to legendary's names have already been called. Mm You I think you can still got one more day, Sean Ebony. For which category? Better girls now. Uh, yes. Um, I've been walking balls. I started in 2018. I walked all 2018, all 2019, <laughs> all 2020. Bitch, wasn't even no balls in 2020. Hurt <laughs> 2020. Well, hold on, Harold. Harold, didn't they say then? Then last time on y'all show. Y'all said it's so many damn balls happening nowadays that it's getting people legendary status more faster if they actually go to these balls. Yeah, but the difference is they ain't no balls for nobody to go to now, so. Mm. And even then, when we said that, the people wasn't going to those balls. Right. And you still so have to go to the balls. Ball. And, and go into the ball. And when we say go to the ball, we mean go walk and win, not just go and, girl, I was there. And I was at the ball, right. 
Marcus, what yes, did we have? We had, we I was, had, um, I was, I had, the we had best, MLK. I had the best, I had the best 10. Um, I was third to last battle. Um, yeah, all that can... <laughs> Not third to last. Look, I got set in the first round, but I got set by the person who won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was. So, we, so we had MLK. We had MLK. We had. No, we had the icon ball first. The icon ball. This demon thing is crazy. Icon ball. MLK. Two MLK balls. Yeah, two, the two MLK, MLK balls. Two, two MLKs. Um, two MLKs. Icon. Then you had our. Yeah, the Dorian Horse. Thank God I We had Dorian Horse. Oh, no, no. Then, then you had Caesar's ball. Right. Caesar's ball. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, I had to leave because my grandma just embarrassed me so bad because. She got all my underwear, all everything, all that stuff. And she got it spread everywhere, like she and she puts the wash. And I'm like, Grandma, I could have washed that myself. And she looking at me like, You better get out my face. So I just let her do it. But I don't know about y'all. I do not want my grandmother washing my drawers. You know, of they ain't got no drawers. But it's something that she, she don't want to see them stains. Yes, she might see. Oh, baby, I don't have no dookie stains, okay? And I wear <laughs> colored drawers in case I do. But anyway, so you might have dookie stains, you just are <laughs> color protected so they don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, stain he was stain resistant draws. Here goes the legendary powerhouse himself. Andre Ebony. Mm. What's up, Andre? Well, well, well. I almost pressed the hoop has talk when I switched his dirty drawers. Y'all, y'all caught me with that one. I said, oh, hit that button quick. <laughs> you got dirty drawers, mm. too? I don't know. You know, know something about, about that, Andre? I don't you know a thing know. about that. Why y'all Last time I saw that, I was changing that, a baby why, diaper. Why y'all... Well, while y'all playing now, I've never done this before, but, you know, I have been a twink before, and I have been in my 20s. There have been people that told me, we want you to go to work all day and poot all day and then go to the gym and all that stuff and then put your underwear in a uh, uh, Girl, what are these words that you're using? It's killing me. and <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't say what you you just. Everybody's not foul mouth like you, uh, Arnold. <laughs> I just wanted to get up here and say hello to everybody before I have to run and catch uh, Boom's uh, show on uh, Beagle. He has the best show on Beagle, by the way. I gotta catch his show. But I just wanted to say hi to Harold, Arnold, uh, J-Rock, the Paris. And the reason why I'm saving Rodney for last is I wanted to say congratulations because that PSA was over. The OBA it was. It was. A round of applause to the House of Belmont. Congratulations. Where was the PSA? A Corona. Based on Corona. Huh? I loved it. It's, it's still yes, Thank you. Thank you. Still up and trending. Yeah. Andre, don't be disrespectful, first of oh, all. Wait a minute. I forgot one person. Oh. 
Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. I've had you on my yeah. mind all week because I'm predicting that your ball will be the first ball we all go back to. So that's why I had you on my mind all week. I want to debut my new category at your ball. So that's why. Uh, Shake. I, I thought I don't mm-hmm. Oh, wait, 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 did you say what? <laughs> I'm not having shake that ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Rock. <laughs> so, look, so, Andre, you and J-Rock can't take that as a house. <laughs> I don't know why Marcus is, I don't know why Marcus is so quick tonight. I don't know if it's quarantine. I don't know what's going on, but. <laughs> he had time to rehearse. <laughs> Wow. Now I'm playing. Oh. What's your new category, Andre? It's, that, he's going to debut. You don't do that over the phone. You're not going to tell you. He's going to debut it. It's going to be a debut at. Almost walking the others, but yeah, I'm debuting. Realness with a twist. Thank you. Um. Oh, yeah. I know. It's going to be. It's going to be all American. That's the end of the career. No, he coming out for the thousand dollar old way. Oh, mm. wait, old way a thousand dollars? Let me go uh, do some. Let me go call Jamal and tell him to get on Facetime. The one. Oh wait, old way. That's gonna be an interesting category. Zaparis always. Uh, hey, uh, uh, Paris, uh always a thousand dollars. You know, if he, if uh, if the other Andre uh, voted on the uh, 33rd floor of the W, remember you voted at the Dallas Museum of Art old way for the Egyptian ex- exhibit and got paid. Period. Five hundred dollars old way. Y'all hear it? <laughs> Yours truly. <laughs> but then when they don't right. the drag the performance, then you can be mad. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why yeah. you always in drugs? The Paris, what right. team you on? What, what team what you want to what? play tonight? What team you oh, got? I don't oh. even know. You know, really and truly, North Carolina is my shit. I feel like I am that bitch when I go to North Carolina. You know, because I did, you know, make my, my debut state to say in North Carolina, and I have made bitches really know it and learn it in North Carolina. So, I don't really know. I feel like I for one, I feel away because I definitely should have probably had a team, but I get it because I already had a team at the second night. So I'm going to be, you know, strategic with my choice, and I'm not going to say it now. Oh, my okay, but you've been asked to be on both teams? My, my yeah, sorry. of course, you know, I've been. I'm, I'm a oh, I'm so well, don't be shit. Huh? You're booked and busy? I'm now, a hot commodity. Shit. Don't tell both girls you're going to be on their teams now. Don't be fierce. <laughs> What is this a drag team or something? Yeah. So, um, so it's it's going to be two drag teams, two women's teams, two femme queen teams, two Vogue femme teams soft, two Vogue femme teams dramatic, and two riddles with a twist teams. And for you to go into the next round, you have to first beat the your fellow mm. division category. Oh, yeah. So Marcus, so you really be third in the pot. I live. Yeah. That's a good category. He makes some good categories. That is. The only late category was that 13 minute shit, but we ain't going to talk about that. You you turned that Mario, though. Uh huh. 
obviously ballroom judged it right because the girl who won it both times <laughs> was the same person. Had makeup on. She won both. She won it in Chicago for the thousand and she won it in North Carolina. No, she didn't. Different girl. No, same girl. No, she won. <laughs> <laughs> the one who won North Carolina was who? Jasmine. Jasmine Mugler. Right. And okay, okay, okay. Jasmine yeah, did she I she came Tamar out as a won. she You thought Tamar, Tamar won, won no. Yeah. No, she did not. No, yeah, Jasmine is not real than Tamar. I mean Tamar is not real than Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please. And that's on Barack Obama. But Tamar is real. But yes, um, um, Andre, if you know a word of prayer, let's just pray that the, the cities open up so we can have the ball and everything is going good. Well, aren't y'all going to open up? Aren't y'all uh-huh. testing the waters for us? Aren't y'all going to be the ones testing the waters for us? Um, North Carolina probably will open up like May 15th. Yeah, I really yeah, think supposed to be May 15th. The stay-at-home yeah, I'm going to need stop to, at May. I'm going to need to wait till about June fifteenth before I feel but, comfortable coming there. But to be oh, real, you have to feel comfortable coming to North Carolina would be a vacation for you. You live in New York. Okay, that's yeah, the last damn. New York joke I'm going to accept tonight. Marcus, that's the problem. The problem is that we want him to come to North Carolina. <laughs> no, I'm going to try to see if we can rent the temperature check machine. Do y'all really think that it's going to be okay to throw a ball like this year for real, for real? Um, Good question. Okay. Good question. Um, excuse me, I'm Debbie serious. Downing. I mean, I'm like really serious. <laughs> so really being serious. That's a good question. Back up. I'm not going back outside unless it's going to work. I'm not doing that. So let me say this, Maria. I, the, the, the venue that I'm working with is Live Nation. Live Nation actually owns Ticketmaster. They, so they operate right, a right, number right. of facilities. And they're under the impression that What's it's going to be okay. Huh? What's your point? What's your point? Well, well my point is, is I think <laughs> they are, well, my point is, is I think that they are consulting with, because that's their business. I mean, I think the larger festivals and, you know, that may be in question, but events of, you know, $1,500, $2,000, I think those events are kind of going to be okay, you know, but who who really? I mean, I really can't guarantee it. But I think you're gonna see things opening up, and you're gonna, you know, you think now whether you feel comfortable coming or not, that's gonna be up to you. But you may not feel comfortable until there's a vaccine. Nope. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's right. If everything be good by June, I can see us going to the ball in July. But it's scary. I don't know. I know you under like Sarah, I, I can hear you crying too. now. I can hear you crying. Well, no, because I already... probably already had it. I got Damn. My now I'm talking about. I'm talking about after mm-hmm. the ball. If he find out people have corona, he gonna be like, I was, I was with that person. They tried, they was hugging me and all this, blah blah blah. That is scary. So I won't be, but no, I'm not, I'm not gonna bad talk Marcus' plans. So you know, but uh-uh. well, my my plans are only to have the event if. We are if we have if no. Okay. 
Right, if everything right. Okay. If, if, even if there's in the instance of you know it don't even look right, we're, we're not going to have it. But somebody is going to have to take the stand and be first, and then you know let the community. Mm-hmm. Cause, you know, I just I honestly feel like, in my honest opinion, my, I'm a, I'm a type of person that likes to go off of facts and our proven theory. And like, yes, the pandemic is very alarming, but to me, I'm not as like pin up or uptight about it because for one, when you think about numbers and ratios, there are over like a bit over a million people that just live in the city of Houston and Dallas. Let's just look at these two cities. There's two little cities, mind you, with two million people. And when you compare the number of of cases that have that we've had versus the number of people that live here, the percentage isn't high. Like you, you have more death rates of people getting shot of gun violence or people dying of uh, drunk we driving and things like that than than oh, what's going on like like with the pandemic and like my whole thing about the situation is that like especially even with the cure rate like I, I just like I'm just a person about numbers like if you're if the if the numbers added up to be like oh this is a, a fucking apocalypse where people are turning to zombies like the uh, like people even the whole thing about oh it's airborne this is not an airborne thing so you going outside to go do anything if you if you are if you're that type of person or you live in that much fear, then you know, like I, I don't know. To me it's that's me, my personal opinion. Ciao. I think the media has done a really good job in I think it's the unknown. That's the that that's playing a, a large part in it too. Like people not knowing and then information changing. As as they learn more about it, I think we'll you know everybody's going to become more exactly comfortable and stop going off of what they hear and everybody's saying because some of it is stupidity when you think right, about it. People who ain't never watched well, the news let's, before let's, let's are the make, are the news experts. Known that it's not it's not just a, you know it's not you have to understand it's not just a sneeze it's not just a that. It, 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 you know, it's 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 droplets in the airborne portion of it. Yeah, and it's in the and the and the airborne portion of it is that there's a there's a small line of travel once you hypothetically if you sneeze or cough, it's still it's still a, a small line that it's out there for a little bit of time until it drops. But then you have you have to understand that you still oftentimes you're still talking to folks too, and as folks talk. They do tend to expectorate just a little bit at some time. So, so you is, do it, have is that it true well. about what that heat kills the? Is it true that heat does kill the virus, or is it not? A really don't thing know. Yet? Nobody no. knows. But can can I ask a question? Um, and I know we shouldn't compare this to the flu, but how does the flu transfer? The same way. How do you?
But I, mean, I had a like they, they scared of someone. I, th- I think, Marcus, I you're more likely to come in contact with somebody who's had the flu. And, and for sure. It, so it's, it, but it's transferred very on, similar. On, on surface, it's similar, yes. Right. Okay, so, I mean, well, so I get that. So if, if it's transmitted the same way as the flu, and technically the flu is just as deadly currently, the only difference is that the flu, I mean, because some people, I mean, there is a flu vaccine, but you could still technically die from the flu even if you have the vaccine, right? Because mm-hmm. it could be a different strand, right? So why are we mm-hmm. not fearful of the flu as much as we are fearful of COVID-19? Here we go. I feel like somebody's on my side. Well, well um, Marcus, this is a strong really strand. Want to answer that question, Ooh, hold on, wait. If you really want to answer that question, watch this thing called... Um, Coronavirus explained on Netflix, and it really explains how different strands of viruses are like made, or how it changes if it hits the animal, um, or if it gets into the when it gets into the human, how the strands change. It really is inform, uh, informative about that type of information. So it just came out. So I watch it, but what I want. It just seems as though because we don't know about this, that's why we're so fearful that, of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't think Marcus that 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 they that they are not on a on a on a regular basis um, concerned about the flu as well. I think they're certainly are, you know concerned about influenza. There, there, but there has been a vaccination for influenza, so so we already know that. So that's not not saying it works for everyone, not saying it. You know, you're correct about that, but there, there is there is that. But then you're looking at something that's a totally different thing and how it affects, you know, your respiratory system especially, and how how how, mm-hmm. how that works with you is a lot different than what the flu may do. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying I think it's a it's just a difference in in you know what they know and what they don't know. Unfortunately, we do have a lot of people dying from influenza each year, but it's it's it's, it's kind of the devil in the details as far as you don't really know what COVID nineteen can right. do or what it, exactly. or how, I, it's how the fear of the, it. and that yeah. part I can appreciate versus them kind of. You know, I mean, yes, you you have Scaring. to be careful, mm-hmm. but uh, but it's almost like you're scaring the people into this idea. And then, truthfully, I mean, until you really have a vaccine, and then you can prove that the vaccine really works, you know, it's it, it's just not. You know, if it takes a year, you're n- you're just really not gonna be able to lock people in their house for a year until you come up with a vaccine. That's just not gonna happen. You know, we'll get out. Well, why not? Well, well I feel like, when, and then mind you, when, when we think about it, when y'all think about it, think about how how restless everybody is already getting. Like, if this is only month what one, happened, and, and then you have, is, is you that, have, go ahead, Arnold. I, I was just gonna say one of the things that happened is that the reaction was slow. That happened, we, right? You know what what we did was slow. If if we had that when we knew possibly about this, what was it in no in November? When it was known that this was if we if there had been something if we had started maybe this thing maybe at the the back end would be now or would have been before that so so that's why you have all this I don't know if it if you can just keep people in the house because we you know we didn't we didn't get in front of this and it got the better of us 
And so now we, we're sitting here not knowing if we're going to be able to leave out or do the things that we're going to do in the next two or three months. Right. So and then my whole, my whole thing, thing and, and my issue is, with, especially with the government, is that it wasn't thought through thoroughly enough because now you're putting the whole economy in a situation to where, yeah, y'all, y'all talking about the safety, but what about after all this is said and done and now you have single mothers at home who basically are in hella debt now because of the situation that they can't pay rent. Every state isn't regulating the same way. Every city isn't under the same jurisdiction, and everything isn't the same for everybody in the situation, but everybody is is having to do and deal with this situation the same way. Oh, yeah, because there's going to be some foreclosures like in November or December, baby. But I guess it takes a few months to get you up out of there. Well... Yeah, I mean, I think I spoke about asking y'all the same question last time. I don't think y'all got a chance to answer that, but it's like y'all focus on the negative. For me, with the positive, I'm saving money. Like, this is the most money I've ever had oh. in my life. Like, seriously, because of this, I'm not going to no balls. I'm not trying to stress for no balls. I'm not, like, trying to travel and stuff like that or un- spending money on unnecessary things. And I am grateful that I am still working. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. it is because maybe if I was not working, I would have been home like miserable or going through it like other people. But for me, and I never was, I never, I never also was an outside person. I only go outside when I'm going at when I do go to balls because I've been going to the clubs when since I was young, so I don't have no reason to go outside. So it did not affect me of how people get in this um, cabin fever and shit like that. Like, I really feel like that's an excuse, and people just really want to go outside to die. Like, it's oh, not wow. that serious. <laughs> well, no, for me, and, well, and this is my uh, my own personal testimony for what's going on, like, I'm, I fit in the bracket of, because y'all have to remember my situation, I had quit my job to go tape for Legendary, and now we, I have, I'm not employed. I have no source of income. My second source of income was working at the nightclub, which is not open right now due to the virus. And so, like, I'm struggling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have the same luxury that I had available to me and access to funds that I had prior to this epidemic. And it's like for people like me that are in this type of situation, like, it's, my issue isn't staying at home either. My issue is now I'm thinking about, okay, well, all this shit is back over with. How like how the fuck am I gonna get back afloat to where I was already comfortable? Then I'm I'm set back by all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, what I think you should do is one file for unemployment, two get your ass up, do your makeup, and get on this live like everybody else doing, and start having people donate to you because sometimes your <laughs> your your lives can be shared to people not even only in barroom because let's be honest, people been sharing these. Oh, if you support me, send me two dollars. You first, do they not understand that you posted to the same bitches? We all got the same friends. So your luck might be getting shared to a group or another type of audience that might help you. You get what I'm saying? Like a lot of drag queens that I see in Miami, that the club, they are affected by the club being closed. They are getting shared. They're getting tipped. They're getting cash out. So you have to do your, look at your resources and stuff like that. And then on top of that, if you're going indeed, there are jobs hiring, like, immediately because I just left an interview for a second job. So, I mean, like, you have to start looking. And you can get on Craigslist because that's where I find most of my jobs. So, like, you, like for the people who are saying they're not 
they don't have no jobs or nothing hiring. It's really things that's hiring. You just have to really look. And when I was um, trying to move to Dallas all them years ago, it was a lot of things hiring, like on Craigslist. So, and you know that because I remember I put up some stuff and all that. So, you know that. And yeah, that's the, and that's the thing. Like I've I've done every like five for unemployment, and y'all have to also understand the process because it's so many people. Like it's over. I forgot the number, but it's in the high millions of how many people are right now unemployed. How many people have already mm-hmm. filed for? unemployment benefits like i just got my food stamp card today so like you know and i've been filed like two weeks ago so it's a process and people are at home and they are struggling and they because of the process it's taking so long because there's so many people in that bracket yeah there are jobs available but there aren't as many jobs available because dallas is one of those thriving job markets you know but everything mm-hmm. is closed here. Like literally, every the only type of job you will probably find is probably a Lyft job, an Uber Eats job, or something that even then they not give you forty hours. You know, nothing to sustain somebody who has bills like rent, lights, and phone bills, cable bills. You know what I mean? Like well, you it's can't not really they, say nothing because you ain't really like really see what's out there. So you really have to see what's out there because just by you thinking in your head is nothing. You can have a – like everybody else that's been posting about they missed their job, I'd rather you gain than lose. You have to gain a job or lose at home. Like you cannot – no. Like you have to look so for a job. Let me ask you this, Mahari. In the same manner, though, that you feel as though you it's okay for you to go out and work, why uh-huh. shouldn't people who work at like clubs or drag shows? Why why shouldn't they feel as though if 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 the social distancing, you know, as long as they didn't let uh, you know five thousand people in the club, why shouldn't they be able to go and work? Like, what makes? Because at this point, it's, it's a lot of people who are working who ain't really essential. If we were really talking about what we actually need to run, it's it's really. Right. You know, who yeah, has enough true. pool to get their job as essential? Well, I, mm, I don't know. What was the question? So the question is, is what makes, like, I don't know what you do, but what makes your job more essential than the next person's job? Well, I work at a condo, so I'm, I guess, and that's for my second job I just had an interview for was for a condo, so I do security, and it's for the people's safety, honestly, because the pandemic has really shocked these people's nerves. And um, I have clients. I mean, I have what's this shit called? I have um, yes, or people residents that do care about it, and the people who are really don't give a fuck. So just like how people on the phone that care about it, and some people that really don't. The, for the people that do care, they, they, they just like anybody else that's a tenant, they report things, they really feel unsafe. They like, hey, they just reported that none of the security guards or they don't see as much security guards wearing masks, like they feel unsafe. Like a lot of people get in the elevators and be like, she's not wearing a mask, I'm not getting in. It's really that serious. You know what I'm saying? So we are there to I think that, move, and I it think is what it hysteria. is. I think that's the hysteria of it all. I mean, I get that. You know what? Where, where they're getting people all anticipate, you know, all excited. It could be the hysteria, right? It could be so much things that sound so ridiculous. But what I've realized, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people realize, is 
the things that we were not doing living our everyday lives. How how close we stand to people in the damn line. How, when somebody sneezes, and somebody be like, oh, girl, that's my homegirl. She don't, I don't care. No, it's nasty. Bitch, you didn't cover your fucking mouth. How many times people didn't really cup, wash their hands every day? You get what I'm saying? Or how many people lick their fingers after every they day? Because I know I do it. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, yes, it could be hysteria, but it's it's like a reality check of the things that you were not doing um, in your everyday life. Because I didn't realize when I, when I started seeing those things on the floor at these supermarkets and CVS and stuff like that, I really did not take the time out to remember or realize how close I was standing, how close everybody was standing next to each other. And somebody actually with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just so don't I mean, want us to Certain things are not like like an airplane. There will be a time where the plane is going to be full of people. You know what I'm saying? It may not be They just had the flight. They just had the flight. Sorry, Mark. They had the flight from uh, New York to Charlotte. And so they was just on the news last night, and people were highly upset because the plane was almost full. I mean, how can you be upset? You paid to get on a plane. I, I know. That's what I just. I, I mean, they were carrying on that. This, how dare they put us in this? You know, I, I guess they thought people, they should have, I guess, more than one plane and have only a certain amount of people on the plane. I don't know, but they were. But what, what it is is they had like so plane. many flights. That's so like the thirty dollars like, like that they're charging. The I doubt it. Like Arnold, what I just said about the people in the elevators, like, and I in my building, you only can have two people in the elevator at a time. Right. So they probably was like, it's supposed to be like a certain amount of people on this airplane. Why is it packed like this? Girl, uh uh-uh. uh. Can I have but another the airplane? Plane always been crowded like that. Why but, 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 but there are no regulations. There, there are no regulations right. to say mm-hmm. that very, hey, it can only be so many people on the plane. You can't, I mean, you know, right. I mean, this is a business too. If you felt like that, you, sh- you should have went to Hertz, not to not to United, <laughs> not to a car, and drove by yourself. I'm, 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 I, mean, I, I mean, okay, so I I I get it, but I but I, I don't I don't sympathize with that situation because people jumped on the plane in anticipation. Their mindset was, well, ain't nobody flying. The cheap the, the, the flights is cheap. I'm gonna jump on. Now you get on there and this thing is packed and it's 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 incubated. On top of that, you exactly. got all your people leaving out of New York Recycled going to Charlotte. Air. Yeah. Recycled air. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And all you can really do is you know about. clean up, you know clean your area, wear your mask and your gloves, and pray for the best. Yeah. I mean, but that's really yeah. your life. That's how you've always lived your life. You've always had to hope that. You don't get the flu and pneumonia and just die, you know, something like that. I mean, we're anything could happen at any point. It just it seems more real this time, but you know, like, so what, what number hell, would you Bevy, gag? Bevy, at? Like, Be, Be, hold on, Mark. Bevy's mother passed. A uh, father passed, right? Bevy Smith. Who? I think uh, passing queen. Smith. I I know it's somebody in her family. I think her father, he was at a nurse. Yeah, I think it's her father. His father passed. Yeah. Wow. Well, Arnold. Arnold. Go ahead. Um, quick um, interjection for you. While um, the parish was, was giving her um, spill, I thought she was going to um, plug 
um, House Lives Matter and uh, Abound and Spread Prosperity. And, and just give her a quick rundown again on that, you know, just a, you know, a little bit. Oh, I already know about all of that. When I tell you I'll be on and I'll fall for everything, I'm waiting for my 50 and I'm waiting for my 125 as well. Like you got guaranteed approval. Hold on, Zapera, you were, hold on, Zapera, you were just on HBO Max, niece. This COVID is slowing down my bag. <laughs> Baby, you know how many people have spent that ran through that money, uh, Marcus? That and it wasn't really that much, if you really want to be honest. The exposure was. We'll, we'll talk about that offline. But you still family. had to. And I still <laughs> had bills, Marcus. Oh even when I was no, on no, the show, I had. There's what I was going to say to I'm with you. you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. We'll talk about it look, off air, look, okay? Marcus, you told you the girl to pay their bill. Okay. <laughs> oh, I agree. I mean, I mean, I'm glad that you know oh, this brings up the the thing. I hope that the Paris, um, whenever you do recover from this, is there something that you may do differently, um, going forward? The next mm. round, yeah, of course. But even if, but, but my situation, like my life was just getting back to a place to where I was comfortable. Like right. and the thing mm-hmm. about the show Legendary, like it was really a blessing to me because like like my story has just been ever since I came out to my mom at nineteen, like I've been homeless. Like the only person who really can really know my story and know like where I come from would be like J Rock because he was there when I was sleeping on different people's floor. And like, you know, just going through like the life that a lot of young gay black men do experience when they first come out. And so like now me being 28 years old with this opportunity at HBO, like I was like, oh yeah, it's finally about to happen to me. Then COVID-19, like, okay, well slow down, Miss Mama. You're gonna have to wait just a little <laughs> while longer. <laughs> but yeah, nonetheless, like I don't, I don't look at it as a negative. Like, like I said, standing side isn't my downfall, and I have, I've done every aspect under the sun to make sure that I'm going to stay afloat because if it's one thing I'm not going back to is going back to that life of having to depend on others. Like, I find my dependency. And yes, like, uh, right. once once all this shit is over, like, I I have a bank account. I have an actual bank account, which my stimulus check is being deposited into. And like, right. you know, I was, I was ready to start, like, my savings and stuff like this. So that when stuff like this does happen, like, yeah, you have a, a plan B. Like, I'm not as bad off as, like, some people I, I know that are right. uh, uh, worse off than I am. But I am still in that bracket of people who are suffering from the effects of what's going on right now. But I think when we look at the situation, I mean, it is difficult. Okay, it's difficult, this and that, whatever. <laughs> I do think... In a sense, like, you know, yes, this should encourage people to have a, um, at least to save. But the reality is, Mm -hmm. the reality is also, like, you know, I saw somebody make a post and they said, you know, oh, I I hope all your hustlers and scammers, you know, finally get your lives together. Yeah, well, the people that's been working legitimately (laughs) all their life. They laid off in that home too. What are you talking about? It's, you know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's like, 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 like. This is probably a once in a generation type thing. You know what I'm saying? We're never. Oh. God forbid we ever see the entire world shut down in the manner that it is 
you know, like this again, you know. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I, I hear you, you know what I'm saying, and saying, very, come on, you know, people you know, have a plan for the future, but sometimes even what, the best plans aren't going to be, you know. Well, not even this drastic, Harold, but even, you know, there are some people, what did, you know, they kept Kamala, Kamala Harris and Kamala Harris and thing said there were people, there are a lot of people out in the world who are in the United States who didn't have $400 in case of emergency. $400, that could be a set of tires. That could be, um, you know, anything. God forbid your engine go out in your car or, you know, you're just one bad thing, uh, you know, from happening that's going to put you in, like, financial restraints. And those things happen. But but, but I think that... uh, Okay, so I think that I, I heard an economist say this for for, for the long, for long, recently. For the longest time, we have been under this delusion that everything is okay, but it's not. It's really not. And you know, this, you know, living living at the you know at the edge, basically paycheck to paycheck, is has worked for people because of the fact of the matter that the work has been consistent. If I get up mm-hmm. and do what I'm supposed to do and I go to work and do my job, more than likely I'm going to stay employed, you know, unless God forbid, you know, my job has to shut down or whatever the case in that rare instance. But you know so, you know, but the reality is that that in itself is, is a dangerous way to live and unfortunately, there are too many people in this country that are forced to live that way because of, you know, basically, in a sense, kind of like what what we've been hearing. You know, all the money in this country is is, is at the top. There's really not opportunity for people to emerge from a point where where where, where you really can start saving like like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Potentially. How can you do that? Okay, so what do we have to do? Start doubling up as far as like you know families living together. You know, um, you know people talk about you know, um, well you know, re- reduce reduce this, reduce that. I mean, a lot of people are at the bare minimum as it is. There's only so much reduction room for reduction left. So you know, I understand, I understand, but I do think that you know our, our system in our country is really screwed up, where mm-hmm. you know. Where you know what I'm saying it's just it's just not it's the American dream. While you can sustain, it's kind of it, it, it's really it's really rare. It's not it's it's not as easy as people make it seem for people to just you know flow. Yes, you you can get a car and have an apartment. You know, if if if, if all things fall in right? your favor, maybe even get a house. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. You know what I'm saying? You're still not at a point where. You know, you don't have the money million. for the low class and middle classes is flowing like this. And, and, and Harold, you you have a, a like up there. I don't really know. Like a lot of people probably work in D.C. like in government, so they probably have a strong sense of job security, unless the government just shuts down. And the, the government's been so nice; they've been really been paying the people, even while the shutdown generally happens. You know, they generally go go back and get back pay. But think about people who live in the South or in the mid the uh, the mid country, the mid part of the country where they work at plants and stuff, and they're right. used to getting laid off at some point. You know, the work may not be there. They, you know, they might work 
during the winter and then during the spring and the summer, they're laid off for three, four months. And that's just how they've been accustomed to live. They've been living off unemployment. And that's and, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Marcus. It, it, it's become so to the point that very that's become acceptable in society because eventually we have this belief that well, people are going to make it out of it. They're going to make it out. You know, this and that, whatever the case. And I'm I, I'm not saying that anybody has to necessarily give up their their wealth. But just the way that we're structured, you know what I'm saying, there are a lot of people making a lot of money off of people and not really, you know what I'm saying, I think necessarily getting back, like, you know what I'm saying, their fair share. The more I make, the more the government wants to take from me up until I get to a certain point, then it's like very, okay, well, you know. Right. (laughs) It's like very, hey, well, you you can go through this loophole and that loophole and, now you know I'm not I wasn't a Bernie Sanders fan at all, but there's this one thing about this COVID that really has kind of pushed me closer to him, and it's this idea of insurance should not be employer based under no circumstances. So now all these people are laid off for no fault of their own, and they probably can't afford to pay the Cobra payment. Right. We need to go to another system. It shouldn't even be employer based, and maybe employers should be responsible for contributing towards the health care. You know, they, they're taxed, but that probably should be done through the government because if something like this were to happen at no fault of their own, the people don't have no job, and now you're asking them to pay for the full cost of their medical insurance if they don't have a really good union to fight, that's that's unfair. But, 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 but what just, – just think of how – just think of what this would look like if we were in a world where, very, if, if you didn't have any insurance, the hospital or, wouldn't see you, period, at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, and that, I mean, we're talking about 50000 We might be at 500000 dead. You know what I'm okay. saying? I mean, just. So right. I, I, I do think that hopefully we come out of this situation and people open their eyes and do realize that, you know what I'm saying? Healthcare should be something, you know, that very um, that's available to everybody for free. Right, and, 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 and healthcare, and, healthcare is a right. Yeah. And then on top of it, if, if everybody has healthcare, because here's the reality: okay, you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to um, pay for healthcare for all these people. But now that you know we've ran into this crisis, and the hospitals have all these people without health care, you still had to bail the hospitals out anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have hospitals closing because, which is just crazy, you have hospitals closing during the pandemic because they can't make it financially. That's crazy. Now, how you, there are places that need doctors and, and, and nurses, and in Michigan, they was laying people off. That's crazy. One lady got airlifted and died while by the hospital was closing, and they were transporting her to a different hospital and died. That's crazy. What she was getting transported for? Because the hospital shut down in the middle of the COVID <laughs> battle. Mm. <coughs> Mm-hmm. All 
was just trying to make a point because y'all said the corona wasn't airborne, so maybe the lady died. No, she already had it, per se, and I guess she was on a mm-hmm. ventilator. They were moving people on ventilators and everything. Mm. I don't think getting her family getting some money. Mm. Yeah, well, I hope it, you know. But I do hope we get through this sooner than later. I'm fine. You say you okay? Sit down. You say you you good, love? I'm fine, boo. Mm. Let people learn to stay in the house. But so, what if they run out of food? <laughs> Eat ice. Eat well, ice. I do think I, I do think that <laughs> I do think that very. Um, you know, we are in a perilous situation as far as the food chain is concerned. Um, you know, it's just not, the food chain is not set. The food chain is set up to where the majority of stuff is going to, um, you know, in bulk type of places. So it takes a lot to kind of shift. Like like I read something last night, we probably won't start seeing like Lysol and stuff like that regularly on shelves, they won't be able to have that back probably until, like, August. <laughs> well, if y'all want to uh, save some money on food, y'all need to go to um, Auntie C on, on YouTube, where she was alive, and she showed a lot of people how to eat on a budget with ramen noodles and things <laughs> that you can make for 16 people <laughs> in their home. Who would make things like that? No, 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 but this is really serious. I'm not trying to make a joke. I'm in for real. Because let's say if you have six people in your home, and like how you said, what are people going to do for food? You have to learn how to use your resources. Not every, I see when this first started, people like, I ate ate all my snacks already. Bitch, you're not trying to live. It's your damn business. Well, I mean in the example of Maharia where we run out of chicken, we run out of pork chops, we run out of beef, we run out of, um, they mm-hmm. can't produce it mm-hmm. enough, and people are starving. I don't know why they're starving. If they came to my house, they wouldn't starve. See, I learned how to get vienna, sardines, noodles, sausages, all that kind of stuff. See, I know how to survive. See, people get too bougie. They didn't got used to eating that seafood. They don't know how to go back to sardines out of a can. But I've never left sardines out of a can, baby. I don't think oh, that you should never eat the sardines in a can versus the crab I legs. I guess I'm a star if that's the case. Well, that's why you have the sardines in a can. I swear. That's why you I swear. I swear. I swear. I swear. I never had. I didn't have this conversation with Arnold, but I thought of Arnold when I was in the grocery store there, and I walked past something, and I said, I'm going to ask Arnold. What the fuck do people do with these canned hams that be on the shelf in the grocery store? Spam. <laughs> no, no, not necessarily spam. Well, you know, sp- sp- that's a whole other thing. I've never, I've never even ate spam in my life. But I'm talking about like they have their hams. What do they call it? Like that hams or something like that. What? Yeah. yeah. You're talking about an actual canned ham, like. Yes. Yeah. Like, like right. Like you said, ham. like a bat. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you better learn how to cook that on up, put it a little fried up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I'm Go good, baby. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, so, y'all choose, so, so, in other words, y'all choose the stars. No, yeah, but get some powder eggs. Make some powder eggs. You know what, Mahari? I can't do powder eggs. You know what, though? I can't do powder eggs. Powder eggs gonna kill me. Oh, oh, oh! Well, you gonna star? Like, like at the school? You don't know that school? Like some kind of school lunch? School break? But the thing about it is, it's different if something gonna kill you. I'm not trying to leave out of here, baby. Them eggs. Powdered eggs. What are you gonna do with a powdered egg? What? Eat it. Y'all okay. Hey, y'all ain't never let me tell you something. I learned in the military how to do so much stuff in my little uh dorm room. Y'all ain't never scrambled eggs in the microwave? Yes. No, I ain't never did that now. Baby, I they scrambled eggs in the microwave. Yeah, they are they come out so fluffy. I, actually Dude, I just had like... scrambled eggs in the microwave last this week. Last week. Oh, <laughs> I showed that to my Didn't nephew and niece. I eat that hair That's house all they mom. do. It's real. No, it's real quick. It's actually they real fluffy. Well, it's real quick on top of the stove too. <laughs> right. So, so no, 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 no. It's different on top of the stove. I have to get out of skillet. I have to wash the skillet. I have to do it. If you do a scrambled eggs in the microwave, it's gonna be in the bowl that you did in. It's just a bit quicker. Mm-mm. You gotta keep going back and scrambling. With the scrambled eggs in the microwave, you set it on. Listen, y'all have to y'all y'all have to forgive my dad. He is a product of the fucking U.S. Navy. They have definitely brainwashed this man. He literally goes to the grocery store and get Navy snacks. And how 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 are you gonna sit here and say? Have you ever you've never eaten scrambled eggs out of the microwave, right? I ain't never ate. No, I haven't. Hell no. So how are you going to say? How are you going to say? They don't taste any different. Well, actually, if any of y'all, if y'all eat it, if any of y'all eat at McDonald's, y'all have actually had microwave eggs. Harold, though, Harold, well, what was the point of doing well, it on well, the microwave? Well, well, that's not really true. That's not really true. Yeah, I, like, not, I, work I, I used to work at McDonald's. I used to work at McDonald's. Because, Mark, that's well, you sure McDonald's. did, um, know the parents, and you know that you cook the yellow eggs on the um, stove, mm-hmm. and then you cook the round eggs actually cracked. That's why I started eating the sausage and milk. Uh-uh. You, you, have have actually, you, have, you have to ask for the uh, the only eggs that's fresh is the white, is the egg, is the uh, is some circle white eggs, but you can't ask for a fresh egg if you wanted a, a scrambled but the scrambled egg is definitely liquid oh yeah and that's why you got, it come out of the freezer yeah you're right it come out of the carton mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. right you're right and that's the same you're right, you're you're right. Right. you crack the egg you put it in the bowl you turn the microwave no, on it's not there. It and you scramble it a little bit, then you just keep throwing it in the microwave. You have to keep opening it and scrambling it, or do you just leave it in there for the whole time? No, no you, you have to keep scrambling it. it. So you put it, like it in the microwave, time. and you, 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 turn the, you turn the microwave on 30 seconds. You scramble, scramble, uh-huh. scramble it. You um, start it back up. Then um, 30 more seconds. After another 30 seconds, scramble it again. And it's See, y'all working on. too hard. So let's say, just did on so the let's say if you don't touch the egg. So, so let's say if you don't touch the egg at all, would it be an omelet? <laughs> Probably so. No, it would. It would actually. It would. It, it would. It would come out like an omelet, right? It, it really would, though. Right. And it'll be really fluffy. Yeah. 
It'll be really fluffy. Like, you can put some bacon on top of that because I've done that before. Like, I was like, I'm not going to scramble it, and I just left it in there, and I put bacon and all mm-hmm. that stuff in the liquid and all that, my little bacon and ham. And when I took it out, it was a fluffy egg with uh, I mean, it was just quick. It, oh, it how just many minutes would you hair to left it in the microwave? Well, you can look at it. I didn't really look at the minutes. I was looking in the microwave because I wanted to make sure I didn't burn it. So you'll see it. You can be telling people to eat eggs in the microwave if you don't know the, the correct time. Okay, exactly. Y'all don't do it. Y'all don't do it. I taught my nieces and nephews how to do it, and we don't. They always do it. <laughs> so if y'all want to be sitting up here being difficult, there is an eight-year-old that will show you. <laughs> but I want to know, Harold, what made you put the egg in the microwave? Because because my um because the man was the man was here to I had a pipe break in my sink. So I didn't want to have a whole like cook with a skillet and all that stuff. So I cooked the eggs in the microwave. What made me? So you what made you, 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 you put some eggs in a in a thing in the microwave and you take thirty minutes. I mean thirty seconds. <laughs> and then you pull it out and you scramble it around and you put it back in there for <laughs> how much? Thirty more seconds. So if I put Correct. it on the stove and put the egg, do the egg and put it into oh, the okay. thing, it probably about I did what seconds. I wanted to do in my kitchen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now we so want to get see, defensive. Well, you see, it doesn't make sense. But, you see, it doesn't but make sense. Right? But, but that's the thing. But, nothing nobody ever does makes sense to you unless unless you can just... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here but we go. I can see a kid using the microwave to do it. But then, right. hold on. Can, you know, somebody who don't let them, Arnold, you know, they don't let they. Arnold, I did it, but Arnold, I did it because we were not allowed. We didn't have a stove in our little dorm. It was just a room connected to a bathroom that's connected to another room. So it was like I didn't want to just keep getting microwaves like pizza. You know what I'm saying? And then I was just like, and when the boy, well, when my shipmate showed, he was like, when I was in college, I just scrambled eggs in the microwave, and I was like, you can't scramble eggs in the microwave. And when he showed me, I'm like. Okay, wait a minute. And it had kind of gagged me because they were so fluffy. So I just started getting some milk and some eggs and scrambling my eggs in the microwave. I still do it in the skillet, like if it's at home and it's a lot of people. But if I just want some eggs, I just scramble them in the microwave. But now I cook. But when I when uh when I had my nephews, I cooked eggs and saved my life. So they just kept doing. Now I like it. I like bacon in the microwave. Well, you don't want no scrambled eggs in the microwave. You know what? No, bacon in the oven. No, if, if you get the bacon plate, if you get the little bacon thing, that and it'll stay straight. That bacon turns out very crispy and it's and sick, man. You might as well get an air, air fryer then. Right. So now y'all trying to you remodernize the motherfucking microwave. Okay. What else y'all could get in the microwave? But hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's, not, it's, it's, hold up not, it's not our fault. It's not our fault that you're limited to heating up popcorn and leftover of pizza in your microwave, and that's the max that you can do. Who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, had y'all, y'all, y'all never got a bacon plate? <laughs> Whoever thought there was a revolution. Ever had a one? I can't believe y'all are being sensitive because y'all want a motherfucking microwave y'all eggs. Child. I know, and the girl's upset. Girl, microwave the egg. It's cool. Microwave. Get y'all a bacon plate. Get y'all a bacon plate, baby. That's probably what's on the corona. See, it's a pandemic. Damn. 
You take the bacon nah. plate, you put the bacon on there, and you put two, was you probably two paper towels. They said you used to walk drags runners back in your day. Well, it They said that she was an all-around butch queen. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Paris, Paris, that two mm-hmm. to three has mm-hmm. turned into four to five for you. Child, listen, Harold won't even know who the fuck I am when I get Dean. <laughs> Right. That's, so when they ask me, I'm gonna say I never saw the bitch one win. Right. <laughs> Mazu, Zapir, Zapir, he still keep calling mm-hmm. you Zapir. I know. Still ain't got the name right. <laughs> ain't nobody tell you to get no name start with an X in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, just, I just call her by her butch queen name. So let's, let's be oh my God! Hold on, hold on, y'all. Y'all got yeah. ten minutes left. Um, and before y'all get any further, um, Malachi is hitting me in my inbox, and he is upset with me because he said, "Uh, why did I put the post? You know how y'all post up, and then y'all just really don't think about it no more." <laughs> he said, "Why would I post? Some of y'all have a slight doo doo smell." <laughs> It's not really strong, but it's a slight do, and I don't like that. Do y'all ever have y'all ever experienced that where you it just come across your nose and you you start yeah, yourself and be like it's not like, me, but it don't be and from the they, in front. it don't be from their butt, it don't be from their butt. What? I don't. I be like, what is this slight doo smell? Cause I'm like, this like did you doo on yourself? Mm-mm. No, they be running to the ball. Thank. Sometimes it be. I'm gonna tell y'all something about drag queens though, and I got two drags on here that can verify this. You have to wash what? that hair. I'm sorry. You can take a bath and be feeling good, but if your but if your hair is not first washed of all, and you keep wearing that same musky wig, baby. No, first of all, you like hair. Fuck all that, bitch. If you're a real drag queen, you better be washing that body. And I no, ain't talking about your natural. I'm not talking about your natural God given body. I'm talking about that body that you put on. I heard that too. I never knew. I never knew. I don't wear hip hair, so I heard that you're supposed to wash wash them too. Yeah, they get sweaty. Yes, they do. Some people, or either wash them touch. Them touch you smelling like doo. I don't know. I be getting a slight doo doo smell sometimes. And, and them bras. Stop wearing the same bra seven days in a row. Oh, hold on now. I've been wearing my bra for uh. <laughs> Uh-uh, 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 Mahari, don't do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> that's, Hold on, because Mahari, you've you been you, up in drag. Mahari, you've been up in drag for seven days. You a friend queen. Hold on, I have a very lucky bra. I have a bra. I have a very lucky bra that I've been wearing for years. And, you know, my grandmother has passed away, and that was her bra that I used to use when I first started getting drag. I still wear a bra to this day. I don't give a damn. <laughs> But at least you used to but wash, you wash it, though, right? But to wash it, but, though. Yeah, she washed it when she was an ebony. When she was an ebony. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> how, long she, how long you been an Aga? That's a long time. Damn. Almost three years. Now, J-Rock, fuck. say that one more time. She washed it when she was an ebony, but she didn't wash it as an Aga. Now, who's going to believe that? 
<laughs> no, what are you trying to say, Harold? The girls, the girls mm-hmm. will believe it. Whatever J Rock was trying to say. <laughs> you are really the Olivia Pope. You know what? I'm taking you down, Olivia. One day, that's my mission. Zapiris, can I ask a question though? What's up? Right, right when the pandemic was getting crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Don't say it publicly. Didn't it seem ironic who went home that week? Who? Nothing, girl. I was Nobody was the name. Huh? Right, who was Ronica? No, I said Ronica. just as the pandemic was getting kind of like they were starting to shut stuff, you know, getting right, getting ready to shut stuff uh-huh. down. Didn't it seem ironic which, which house went home? Oh. No, not really, because Ooh. when you really think about it, the pandemic was already in in a in a peak. But we were just under like we really was. I'm really gagging that we was where we was for how long we was. Like no shade, and mind you, people got sick on the cast. Like people were sick. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. No, I want you to think about. I want you to think about this. Oh come mm-hmm. on, conspiracy theorists. Okay. Well, Where's the Paris, Paris, no, it's not a well, no. You go, but no. When you see it, you go key. You go key. You gonna say, wait a minute. Well, I'm gonna tell I you know like, home. The, the, the Paris ain't home too much. The Paris is not home too much because because the Paris read her contract, baby. Yeah. Unlike a lot of moms. Well, that's yeah. why that's why I told her not to say it out loud. But I do, I do, I think I get, I think I'm on to what you, what, what you did tonight, Marcus. <laughs> and yeah, like, I agree. Wait a minute, did I they, agree. Did they tell us they oh. had to get them up out of there before they shut the country down? Oh, oh my God! Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Marcus. No, actually, you a gag because they they were. And mind you, Marcus, you a gag because they they was at the uh, they was at the rap party. So no, that wasn't oh, why. Oh, they they didn't make it out of the country. And, okay. and they were in L.A. And they were right, in L.A. As mm-hmm. well, after that, they probably couldn't go home after that. Donald Trump had already shut the country down. <laughs> <laughs> they had no choice but to stay. Well, let, let me yeah. ask this: the parents was it true that people were uh, smoking weed and going and doing dates and stuff in the hotel? Is that true? I can answer that question because that was on the show. No, I can I can answer that. Uh, yeah, that's true. You <laughs> were <laughs> <laughs> gonna say a long thing. You said yeah, I can answer that question. I can answer that question. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, y'all. No, the thing about it is, what's really going on with the show, and what's why um, people are now starting to be a little bit more delicate, is um, when we first got to the show, we had a meeting, a big legal, a legality meeting, and they basically was running down the rundown. Mind you, it was a room full of just unknown faces, and they basically going by introducing everybody, saying what department they work for and X, Y, and Z. And I don't think that it was really it really resonated into the whole cast until we had the second meeting that came around, in which in the second meeting we got chewed out, and that's when all of the the um you know the uh, allegations about people smoking and escorting and all of that happened. Damn. This goes and charging charging drinks to a room that wasn't there. Yep. Okay. But one thing and, I can't and say about charging clothes, and charging clothes is and stuff, that, is that true? 
Charging what? Oh, oh now listen. Now Come see on. now Arnold, that's a really messy situation. <laughs> I really cannot I can't uh I cannot verify that to you right here at this present moment because of the sticky situation that it has ties to Is another it be on the show? uh it ha- no, it's not gonna be on the show, but there uh it really was uh a nasty taste for a house that, you know, did they did really well in the show. But yeah, that was actually one person who was a liaison of the show. But because of yeah, that situation they had cut ties. That's when the media also his that that was why we had to have a second meeting too, because they let us know that they had let him go. You hold on, you you said you said they did really well. Uh a Braxton would 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 not agree with you. She oh my god. Her. Marcus Marcus <laughs> You would swear Marcus was there. Girl, who is giving you your already is that um, the last episode, the finale was actually shot with no live audience. So I'm really curious to see how they're going to implement the audience factor into that episode. When you hit a whistle, what the hell? We'd like to thank our two guest drags for the evening. Yes, 